the vocals out, now you witnessing the survivor speak. I done messed around and went viral right from my driver's seat. Just like what the industry was containing. I'd rather make a difference instead of hating, complaining. So let me park the whip, it don't matter, rapper or model chick. Seeger or comedian, perfect, let's park in politics. Hey, let's park in politics. Welcome to the pullover, let's park in politics. This the pullover, let's park in politics. I say this the pullover, let's park in politics. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? I appreciate when you guys hit that play button. Thank you very much. Well, welcome to the Lockout Men Podcast Show, where we park in politics with all our guests. I am your host, Lockout Men, and today we got my G. Can't stop in the building. Long time, man. Long, long it has time. Been. Long time. No hear from. No see. Uh, <laughs> I think. I, I think last time we 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 chopped it up was twenty nineteen. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. I, I want to go as far as to say twenty eight. I'm not gonna go that far. Lockout. I can't. <laughs> uh, we can do eight. We, we do. We, yeah, we'll we'll say nineteen, but I I want to I want to go as far as say eighteen because I I think I mess with I, I think I mess with Zello with you guys in the Zello group back in eighteen, probably at the end, probably at the end of eighteen, okay. going into nineteen. I want to say, but I I I can't re I, I can't. I, I can't remember, and it's not because of old age. I'm just <laughs> come on now, man, we, we gotta accept some things we can't change now. <laughs> I, hey, man, I, I'm I'm trying to get I, I'm I'm trying to keep this brain fresh. You know, every, everything else might not work. I might need some help in every other department, but when it comes to the brain, I I, I try to at least keep that fresh, man. Because you know, my grandfather, he um. You know, in his twilight years, he he came down with uh, with a slight ca- uh, slight case of of uh, Alzheimer's, and you know, I I guess that's the biggest fear that I got. That you know, and I I try my damnedest to you know like do these brain exercises and shit. You know, do the do the count the the, yeah, the, the memorization the puzzles <laughs> and shit like that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do that, bro. <laughs> I do that. Um, but yeah, probably. I'm, I'm gonna say, let, let's just say, let's let's just say back in the day where where where, where the shit was simple then. <laughs> right, All right. We didn't have mask on. <laughs> we wasn't nah, locked down. No, nah, wasn't no lockdown. No mask yeah. on. We. We we rocked all night and uh and well it's it before before Stephen B changed it it was uh trucker kings and queens and oh yeah we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah we we had some we we had some good yeah. we had some good times in there man we hey, I, interesting conversations <laughs> yeah very very interesting conversations and some good times but you know we also you know we also broke away and started uh. What 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 was the room the girl started First Amendment? Yeah, we, oh yeah, yeah. We we had some we had some crazy conversations in there, and then 
that pretty much, you know, went to the wayside. And then I guess we all migrated it over to, uh, what's that fucking room? Oh, truck talking chill. You know, yeah. we all, yeah. we all migrated it over there and, you know, and you pretty much knew what happened to me over there at least me me and uh me and a couple of key people which would remain nameless nameless serious issues with each other you know that was just maybe yeah. one or two people not told jam not yeah. told jam i mean Mr. you know as, as, a matter of, as a matter of fact, we, you know, he, he came on the podcast last year. You know, we, you know, we set aside our differences at the time and he came on and, you know, chopped it up with me. But a couple of other people over there, which we would name nameless that, you know, lock out men still don't have no vibe with. So we'll just leave it at that. Good yeah. conversations, though. I'll yeah. give them that. Good conversations, but. It's about you tonight, though, bro. What's going on, man? Uh, where man. where you at right now? Just hang in. Matter of fact, I'm almost. I was almost home, and I was like, "Hold up, I gotta pull over and uh, yeah, do this podcast right now." But now I'm over here in uh, St. George, off of 95. I just come out of Florida. Um, out of uh, shoot, where was I? Bartow. Yeah, I dropped okay. down and um, yeah, I took a load out of Spruce Pine down to uh, Lakeland. Come up out of uh, Bartow. Going well, right here, and matter of fact, it's not going far from here. You know, I dropped okay. in the morning. That's, that's what's yeah. up, man. I, and I, I appreciate you uh, stopping over for uh, doing this, man. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I know this is like uh, short notice. I mean, we we really just connected like yesterday. You know, you jumped yeah. in the behind the scenes on uh, Instagram with me, and I was like, "Yo, let's 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 get together." And you was like, "Yeah, let's do this." And I appreciate it, yeah. man. I ain't no problem, man. All right, so, goes. supposed yeah, to be home, yeah. not home yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm I'm over here off the street in a in 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 I, I don't even know where the fuck I'm at right now. All I just know is that when I went in, I asked the dude, I was like, you know, I got a delivery, and he was like, Oh, what you ain't nobody here to unload you. I was like, Oh, okay, well, my appointment ain't until you know eight o'clock in the morning or nine o'clock in the morning or whenever you guys decide to get here. So right. he was, I was like, well, shit, can I, can I go ahead? I, I say, you guys got anybody coming through tonight? Like, you know, it was like, no, you can go ahead and take door number two and post up there. And I was like, all right, th this as long as I don't have to fucking move. I'm good because if they come over, you're talking about, I got to move. I, I'm out of hours. So I'm, I'm not moving. Y'all going to have to just unload me. And then they can get in and get their shit. In the I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, so you, so you say you close to home. So you're out of Florida. Where, where, where are you out of, bro? Where, where you? Nah, where? right, right here in Orangeburg, um, South Carolina. Uh, it's about about 30, 35 miles south of uh, Columbia. Um, okay, yeah, that's where I'm at okay. right now. Yeah. Okay, I, I fucks yeah. with uh, I fucks with the Carolinas, man. Rest in peace to my. Rest in peace to my big guy. You know what I'm saying? Big country. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm oh, saying? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I had to get the, you know, I had to get the uh, Carolina. I had to get the Carolina. You know the the okay. you know memorial. You know what I'm saying? On that one, man. You know, yeah, you know, rest in peace to my guy, big country. Um, 
So yeah, I, I I fuss with the Carolinas, man. You know, we was I was down there. Uh, here's the story. I I was on my way down there, and um, and he was at the same park. He was at the same loves where I was at because you know I had I had the the low at the time I had the locator on my uh, uh on my Facebook. No, on the Facebook. I I, okay. I ain't the three. So, but I was <laughs> on the Facebook. And he called me up. He was like, he was like, yo, lockout. He's like, what's up, bro? Where you at? <laughs> uh, I'm right here at the Loves, chilling, man. He was like, for real, you you right here at the Loves? I was like, yeah. He was like, you good, man? I was like, yeah, I'm good, bro. I'm good. How about you? He was like, why don't you uh, why don't you look next door? I was like. Oh, <laughs> He's sitting there spying on you. Hell yeah, man! I was like, "What's up, bro?" So yeah, man, that was um uh that, and I think the last time that uh that that I was with him was doing Nikki's party, and um mm. and that was it. And you know when I when I got the news of him passing, it it it, it kind of hit me hard, man, because you know, like I said, I, I really resonated with the dude. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, he he was yeah. about to he he was about to get himself prepared for the, you know, for the for the weight loss surgery. He was yeah. about to get prepared yeah. for that. Like and, the next day, yeah, yeah. He he was. As a matter of fact, yeah, exactly. He that's what he was getting prepared for when. You know when he passed that night. So, yeah. but uh, but yeah, rest in peace to my guy, big country man. He uh, I, I, he's a real one. He's a real. One. And I, I can't I can't forget my boy man because that's the last time I saw Big Country was at Big Chat's funeral. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's did you go to, did you go to did you go to his birthday party though? No, I didn't make it. Did not make it, man. Did not make it. I heard it was, yeah, I heard it was, yeah, I heard it was, it was good. I heard it was lit, man. I heard it was super lit. I was like, man, I I, I said, fuck. And they was about to, you know, they was about to do the same, you know, they, he was about to do it up again this year, man. But I was like, fuck. But, uh, but yeah. yeah. So uh, from down in North, that's where you was born and raised at? Down in, uh, nah. down in Carolina? Nah, I'm by way, nah, by way. I'm by way, man. By way, by way. Of uh, the money craving, pistol waving New Haven, as they was some say, you know. But yeah, I was born and raised in New Haven, Connecticut, man, until like sixth grade. Um, moved down to a small town in the sticks outside of the uh, Jerry's truck stop off the 119 in Manning, South Carolina, mm. down there in Greeleyville. So I graduated high school there and been in Orangeburg ever since. So most of my time has spent in Orangeburg. Man, yeah, New Haven. How now before you started before you started driving trucks and I, I believe yeah. your fa- your father's a truck driver right? Uh yeah, my stepdad my uh, stepdad's a truck driver. Um, my mom's a truck driver. Um, I had an uncle, not officially uncle, but yeah, he was the uncle. Yeah, him and my aunt dated forever as long as I can remember. Ever since I was a kid. Um, but, yeah, yeah, he was the uncle. Yeah, never, so he, he drove for forty three years. They they never married. No, uh, uh-uh, uh, no. Yeah, then, no. then you need to consider him as an uncle if they've been together. Yeah, he, yeah, he's the uncle. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's all. Hey, we call him Uncle Booby, man. That's that's the only way. That's the only name I knew him. He he came to every party, right? He he came to every party. 
he came when he could. You know, he was, he was an OTR guy, man. Straight up OTR guy. 43 then, years, man. Then he's then he's the uncle, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so living yeah. up in the, living up in the top of of the Northeast, man. What what was it? What was it like? Uh well, I, I know what it is like now as far as traffic goes, but what was it like back in the day for you, you know, up in uh, New Haven, um, in the Northeast? Oh, I got to have a real moment real quick. You know, these boxes, they get real hot, man. <laughs> oh, that's what's up, man. <laughs> but I, um, I got my AC on right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't bullshitting, but hey, I, me, I, just, I just turned my AC on. I, no, but, yeah, everything but me, I got, I, you know, I got all these lights and shit. You know what I'm saying? That don't you see? One like, light is doing it for me. You, you see all this? You know, I got all these lights on and shit. So that's this. You know, this this where the heat coming from. So yeah, I had to. I definitely got to keep the AC on when I do my show, man. <laughs> yeah, it could but, be like, uh, it could be like thirty degrees out here outside, but it'd be hot as fuck in here, though. Man. Let's not go there because <laughs> it's summertime. It'd be a yeah, yeah. You better have your air conditioning working. That's what's but saying. um, but yeah um, back to yeah yeah. So with me growing up in Connecticut, man, it was um, it was definitely uh, uh man. It as a kid, I guess it was just the norm. You know what I'm saying? Like you used to go into the corner store right there on the corner. Not five miles away like how it is, you know where I, you know where I, where we moved to in the country, man. Um, like the closest grocery store was like ten miles away when we moved. You know, it's just those those differences, man. Um, just having to getting used to to riding a lot further to get the things, you know. Um, Connecticut is like you know the snow. We used to have snow. Like move down here is like snow days. Oh, we we delaying school because we got a half inch of snow on the ground, like. We used to go to school. We had, you know, we, our two-hour delay was because, you know, we got 18 inches, you know. Just different things, man. But it was like the city. I enjoy the city, man. I, I miss it. I really do. I really miss the city, man. But, what, what, what brought y'all down to uh, What brought y'all down to Georgia or uh, the Carolinas? Um, my mom, all right, so I said my stepdad was dry. Well, my stepdad um, and my mom, they end up uh, both going to, well, he went to, he started a year before. My mom went and got her CDL um, as well, like the year after. So that was 90, 96 and 97. Mm-hmm. And so we moved in 98. My grandmother um, retired. So they had a plan of going on the road, teaming up. So that's how that happened. And then so it was like, you know, like my grandmother was like, I'm retired. I'm moving. I'm going. I don't care what happens. I'm going. So she, uh, yeah, she, she, they packed up the house. 98. <laughs> yep. That whole year from the beginning of the year to they tricked me, man. Like, you know, they, my stepdad was like, uh, you want to go on the road? You know, they, my, they, well, my mom was like, you want to go on the road with your dad for, for a couple of weeks? I was like, yeah. Man, like, <laughs> you know, I'm the kid, you know, I love trucks anyway. You know, I want to go. I done been, look, I, look, I, when they were going to school, I was going to school with them. You know what I'm saying? I was sitting in the class taking the, the general knowledge and a combination, the air brakes test, all this stuff at the age of like seven, eight. And um, it was just fun. You know, I watched them, all the maneuvers and stuff, and they, they practiced, they trained on the snow and ice and everything. But I was like, yeah, I want to go. So my mom's like, yeah, your bag is already packed. Like, she already knew I wasn't going to say no. 
And two weeks later, we end up, um, I'll never forget the trip. We left home. We went to Corinth, New York, and uh, left Corinth and went out to Denver, Colorado. And we came back to, I forgot what town in Kentucky. And then we ended up down in uh, <clears throat> Little Rock at the terminal to drop the truck off because they were leaving all, he was leaving that company. And we took the longest bus ride, 24 hours from Little Rock, Arkansas to Lake City, South Carolina, right outside, right outside of Florence. 24 hours on a bus, man. Wow. And, and so... This is you, your stepfather, and your moms? Um, I don't know which one you got. <laughs> no. When you was doing... When you oh, on the road? Yeah, no, no, no when just me and my stepdad went. Huh? No, just me and my stepdad went. Oh, okay. You and your stepdad for the... For the for the Greyhound all the way back yeah, to yeah. North the, the whole the whole truck trip the two weeks on the road and then the Greyhound yeah me and him my mom and my uh my grandmother my uh, my grandfather they stayed behind they were finishing packing up the house and had some people helping pack the U-Haul and everything I I did not even know nothing all right so I saw the boxes packing up but as a kid you don't really process this right and I really didn't process it, but I'm so happy I'm going, like, and I'm seeing my friend. And I'm out playing. Now, remind you, I'm out playing when she asked me. So it's just like, okay, yeah, I'm going. So I'll see y'all in two weeks. In two weeks, I'm in South Carolina. I'm like, man, like, really? <laughs> I couldn't say bye to nobody, no nothing. It was just, all right, I'm going on the road for two weeks. <laughs> wow. But, yeah, that was my transition to the Carolinas. Wow, man! Twenty four hours on a greyhound—that's yeah—that's fucking yeah. mean. I don't—I don't think I, you know, I, I've been fortunate that you know the companies that that I have rocked out with so far. You know, the three three of which, uh, I I, I just drove to the company. You know, in a in a rental yeah. car. You know, drove there, drove back. Uh, I did one Greyhound, but that was only because Springfield, Ohio, ain't nothing but forty minutes away from Cleveland. So, yeah, I yeah. I, I took the Greyhound over there, but but again, that was doing when everything was so simple. Yeah, <laughs> everything was so simple then. You know, hey man, look now they got cages over the drivers now. I, I saw oh that in one God. of the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's crazy. Yeah. They got cages over the over the regular buses now. You see that? That's that's crazy. As I I know, right, man. No respect so, for nobody. At least they respected the bus driver. <laughs> so, that's, so that's where you. So that's where you got your interest in trucks. Uh, coming up with with your with your family, your moms, your uh, stepdad, yep. and all like that. Yeah, so, and I'll never, and I'll say this. I'll never forget the first thing that ever really got me. I like you remember the um the not the little potato head ones, but they were like little round people. They were just round. Yeah, and. And you can stick them in the little the buses or the truck. I had a fire truck. The little hole. I had, yeah, I had a little hole in the bottom. But I had yeah. a fire truck. Yeah, I had a fire truck that maneuvered like a truck. And that was my interest right there. Yeah, that the was little, that's what got me into the little pet people that you yeah. that you were sticking in the hole. Yeah, I remember the god damn, you took me all the way back, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's Girl, what, I'll never forget that. That one toy I had, man. That, that's what got me into. How old you, man? For you to be taking me all the way back there. I'm not old, man. I'm I'm 34. 
man, you you took me back to the pay people, bro. I'm like, damn, <laughs> that's that's back in my day, back in the hey, 80s. Man. Hey, I was born in '86. Oh, okay. So you're I'm, yeah, I'm the last, last of the dying breed, man. The last right. good one. You know, right? You know, right? Welcome, everybody, to the Lockout Man podcast show. I really do appreciate you guys being here with me tonight. My special guest for tonight is my man, Can't Stop. If you guys have any questions for him, leave it in the chat, and I will get it over there to him. I want to welcome Tasha Westside. What's going on, Chicago? Teddy the Trucker is in the building. Uh, Warren Reese, my man Resto, you got a name that I can pronounce, bro. He says, like, share, subscribe to the LOM family. That's what's up. Uh, Teddy the Trucker says he's representing South Carolina. That's what's up, B. Sean B's in the building. Who are you, bro? And I appreciate you being here. Make sure you hit that like button. Sweetest Georgia Peach, Georgia. Oh, wait, I, I'm not going to sing it. Hold on. I, I I got somebody to sing it. Hold on right quick. Georgia. There you go. Yeah. Georgia. Mm. Georgia. Mm, mm, mm. Georgia. Rest in peace, my man, uh, Ray Charles in the building. You know, rest in peace to him. Uh, good old Georgia. Let's see. Z uh, zing. Okay, I'm just going to call you here. Lady Z. Okay, I, that's easier for me. Thank you very much. Make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. I appreciate it. It's skinny. What's going on with you, bro? Yo, yo. Um, Sweetest Georgia Peach says, try three days on a bus, bro. She said, I'm try not trying it. <laughs> Look, on, I'm, you know why I'm not trying it? My last bus ride. This is no lie. Savannah, from where I live at in the country to Savannah is two hours. It took eight hours to get from there on a Greyhound. Eight. Nah, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I wanted to go see my grandfather Savannah. I'm done. Like, we ended up, no lie, we picked up people in the cornfield. We stopped by Paris Island, everything. Like, nah, that's it. No more Greyhounds. I'm done. What, what, what about the layover, though? I, 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 one dude told me that he had to lay over for damn near eight hours. Nah. They had no. to get off the bus, go into the terminal, wait for eight hours to get on another bus. Like, bro. They have I, no efficiency. I, I could probably do that with a plane. I, I'm I'm good with the plane, but a bus though, unacceptable. Unacceptable. I can't do that. I, I can't do that, bro. All right. So so you 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 got your you got your start in the trucking from your family, but before you actually got into trucking, what what, what you was doing uh, before you got into trucking? Um. So, uh, graduate college. I'm working. I worked there. Um. Golly, I worked there from the time I was a freshman. So from 2004 up until 2009 when I got my CDL, um, I worked there as a tech. And in 2009, um, I went on the road. Well, so I got my bachelor's too in 04. Well, in 08, I graduated, got my bachelor's in uh, industrial technology. 09, mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm going on the road. I'm packing up. I'm going on the road. I can save some money. I can catch up on some 
what I don't even consider bills now, like really. Uh, um, catch-ups on some bills would seem like larger than life at the time. And so oh nine, uh, the beginning of the year, got my CDL in March, left in May, went on the road literally for three months with Warner. And I was, and I came back, I went to go get my master's. And so uh, I did finish up my master's in 12 and then I went back on the road. So I, when I came, when I came off the road, so I was getting my master's and I was working at the university in several capacities. I was a tech, I was driving the tennis team. So I was still driving like the, a coach. So yeah, I was okay. still kind of on the road a little bit. So you, so instead of doing IDing jobs, you, you pretty much, your, your job stemmed from just working with the college that you went to. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. So again, South Carolina state university, I got to put that out there. The South Carolina state university bulldogs. You let me ask you this. Did you, did you get, did you get a, what, what do you call it? Uh, uh, did you get all this? I mean, all access pass. I forgot the word for it. Excuse me. But did you get an all access pass, or did you have to go through loans, grants, or or oh for for school? Yeah. So for undergrad, I did like the the the, the crazy kids do. Um, and I ain't gonna say crazy. The un um educated ones in the financial area. I my first year, I had to get a loan. Now the next year. I really didn't have to get a loan. I could have sent the money back, but who doesn't want a refund check? <laughs> refund checks was looking good. So, yeah, I ended up with a, a bunch of loans I shouldn't have between uh, undergrad and grad. So, but, you know, paying for it now, it's all good, but nah. <laughs> so you got, yeah. so yeah. you got, so you got a bachelor's degree in, in, uh, in science of technology. Uh, industrial technology and then in 2012 uh you went back and you got your master's in science uh transportation policy and planning yeah yeah you 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 got that and you know i'm a strong believer of that you know even back then it was hard for guys to get in the in into a career of what they actually went to school for you know, like I said, my son graduated uh, this year. He has his bachelor's in um, in whatever. It's digital shit now. I, I whatever, whatever, whatever that has to do with digital, like photography, uh, soundboard, sound engineering, all that shit with the TV. He he. Like mass communications. Yeah, he yeah. Whatever that is, he got it. All right, but okay. the problem is. Unfortunately, COVID struck, so yeah. a lot of the stuff that you know he need to go into his field is pretty much shut down because of the uh, of the pandemic. But for you though, you you know back then it wasn't a pandemic, but you you got two degrees. Why not? You know what what happened with you know not going into that field, and you decided to choose trucking. Overall of it. All right. So the 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 how I even got into industrial technology because I was a, uh, you know I was a computer guy so I was I did tech work like most people consider like tier like tier one tier two um, answer the phones but I also went out in the field too did hands a lot of hands on stuff setting up stuff so um, and troubleshooting 
but <clears throat> I thought I wanted to, I did actually, I started that in high school as like a, a I forgot what the work school to work program. That's what they call it in high school. So then I, um, wanted to do in my mind in high school, I'm like, well, I want to do computer science. So I get in computer science and I'm like, huh? What are you talking about? You know, that type of thing. Like, and I found out quick computer science is totally different from computer technology. And, and, you know, I didn't look it up before then, but I just assumed and thought and just went on with it. And that's just what happened. And so I changed my major like second semester and went in industrial technology. A lot of the guys from my high school, they were in industrial technology. And I talked to the professor. He was like, oh, yeah, you can do this, 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 and this, and this. And I was like, okay, cool. And he brought in paycheck stuff where he drew, uh, did uh, architectural plans and stuff like that for a whole lot of different things. And um, I ended up doing a an internship. I actually went to work there so I can be so it'd be easier for me to transition uh, to transition to an internship. So I went on to work on an assembly line. Uh, there's a place called Husqvarna here. They make lawnmowers. They make them for Husqvarna, Troy built, not Troy built, Husqvarna, um, Pullion, Pullion Pro. And there's like a, a French brand they make as well here. And so I worked on the assembly line the summer. When the school semester came back in, I transitioned over. I asked them when I first got, you know, kind of like midways. I was like, hey, can I, is it a possibility I can go into engineering? So I actually ended up doing some engineering stuff that I went to school for during the semester as an internship. And I found like, I didn't really, I don't know, wasn't really that, I, I was good at it, but I really didn't want to sit behind nobody's desk, mm-hmm. punching the, you know, and then also I dealt with my supervisor, man, at the time, I love her, man, Ms. Riley, she's a good lady, though, um, she means well, but I just can't deal with someone being over my back, like, being supervised like that, you know, certain things I would do, and it was just like, uh, you didn't do it, and I didn't tell you to do it, or, you know, could you go do, it? I already did it, and it was like, well, why'd you do it? We didn't tell you to do it. And yeah, like, nah, I get to work 30 minutes late. You know, I come off the road. Now I've done come off the road now. And it's just like, you're 30 minutes late. I'm like, I'm going to get all my work done. Like, I'm going to have everything done before 12 o'clock. <laughs> so and that just got to me, man. And just little by little, man, little, you know, things happen. It's just like, I, I could not. And, you know, my, uh, my late wife, she told me one time, she was like, yeah, you'll never be able to work for n- nobody. I tried it when I was coming up, you know, I, I did everything. I did the warehouse work. I did uh, retail. I did yeah. uh, Burger King, McDonald's, the restaurants, and I just couldn't work with people, period. Yeah. I, I, wasn't a, I wasn't a people person. And what pissed me the fuck off was at McDonald's, never forget this story, at McDonald's making three thirty-five an hour, okay? Now, you guys out there tripping about motherfucking 10, y'all talking about 10, and and, and I, I need to make 15, bro, try $3.35 an hour for minimum fucking wage back in the day. All right, Google that shit. Three dollars and thirty-five cent a fucking hour. When that bro came out there, and I'm trying to keep my words to a minimum, when that bro came out there and told me to take a fucking toothbrush and scrub in between the tile, 
She was out. I was done. <laughs> I was done. I, I looked at that fool like, yo, you, you want me to do what now? Well, you know, it's, uh, you know, you know, the, you know, right now the traffic, we, we don't have nobody in there and we need to give you something to do. Okay. Give me a fucking mop in a fucking bucket, bro. I'll mop this motherfucker. Yeah, but you know, we, we need, we need this to be spotless. Dude, I'm not getting on my fucking hands and knees for no fucking $3 and 35 cents an hour, bro. I say you do it. And he looked at me, he, he, you know, he called himself getting smart. And this is, and this is at a time when brothers let power go to their head, you know, a motherfucking assistant manager at a fucking They the worst manager. You know what I'm saying? Well, right. we, try to do something. We, we need you to keep working. We need you to do something. I was like, I tell you what, bro. You know what? You, you could take this orange and yellow and red bullshit and this fucked up funny ass hat. I'm gone. Oh, you you can't leave. Yes, I can leave, bro. <laughs> I, left, I left that motherfucker right then and there. Came back, came back that Friday. Got my little $150 fucking check because I was part-time. Then the motherfucking manager was the, the manager at the time was like, yo, uh, why why did you leave? I was like, you know, yo, this dude right here over here talking about I had to motherfucking scrub a fucking flow with a toothbrush. I don't even scrub my own fucking flow with a toothbrush. What you think I'm gonna scrub this flow with a toothbrush? Get the fuck out of here, man. So <laughs> so yeah, man. I, yeah, I was I, I was yeah. not a I was not a people person at all. And then after that, you know, I just went, you know, throughout my whole, like I said, when I got about 18, 19-ish. I said throughout my whole 20s and I say a little bit of my 30s, shit, I, I was the hustle man. I was the one that was doing the CDs, DVDs. What's up? Three for 10. Three for 10, bro. Hey, hey. I got that new shit got for you, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, my G, my G, I got that, got that new movie that's playing in the theater right now, $5. Oh, you got that? Yeah, man. Brother, man was making hand, making money hand over fist back then. But uh, I, yeah, man, I, I see what you're talking about, man. People just but, get that, get that shit to their fucking head, and you just can't, just can't do it. Yeah, and and that was like the the last, you know, that was the last thing. You know, when I I actually started working out, I was 14, man, and I ain't have a problem with. You know, I, I'm a people person, honestly. I strike up a conversation with anybody and talk, but it was just like going after being on the road for three months and literally doing what you want to do, doing what you need to do on time, but it don't matter when you start, as long as you get it there on time, you know what I'm saying? And then having to come back to this, this being in a box again, it's just like, nah, the same for me. What was, uh, you, now you say you went with Warner, uh, you, you yeah. went, what, what school you went, did you go to school to get your license or did yeah. you go to Warner to get your license? Nah, nah, nah. I wasn't going to no company cause everybody was talking like a year contract, two year contract. If you leave early, you got to pay. I'm not paying you. Like I, I literally got my, the only thing I paid for my CDL honestly was a, uh, MVR. That was it. Uh, an MVR and I filled out a paper. I ran to this guy um, and he was in the career center at the university. And he was like, Hey, I'm hook you up with this other guy. And he says, um, um, I'm get you in contact with him and just do what he tells you to do. 
the guy just told me to fill out a sheet of paper, my name, address, simple stuff. What would I do? And I'll never forget the sentence. It was the the, the uh, thing was the question was, um, what would you do once obtaining your CDL? Um, yeah, what would you do after you obtain your CDL and talking to others about safety? That was it. That was it. A paragraph and. I got my CDL for free, man. Right here, Orangeburg um, at OC Tech. Um, Bro, you said free? Yeah. Huh? Free. Like, I, the only so thing you, I paid... You the answered only, one question and you got your shit for free? Free. <laughs> like, for real, free. Like, free.com. Like, like <laughs> I paid for... I, I, no, I lied. I didn't get it for free. I paid for my MVR, which was like $10. <laughs> But that's free now, compared to what people pay, though. <laughs> now, some people, now some cats, you know, some new jacks that's coming into this game, man, they they really don't know that, you know, if they look hard enough, they yeah. can they can obtain their CDLs for, you know, for next to nothing. You know, yeah. they don't even, you know, you know, they got grants out there, they got work study programs out there. Uh, you know, check your, you know, check if you're unemployed, check your unemployment. They probably might oh, yeah, have, a, you know, they probably might have something for you, man. So you, so you went that route, got your yeah. license, okay. uh, went to Warner. You, 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 you was only there for three months. What was yeah. you, you just stayed there three months just to, you know, that's some change to go back to school. Well, I, it is crazy. <sighs> I say crazy how it happened, but I wanted to go get my master's, but it just didn't pan out at first. So, I, like I said, I had some, what I thought was big bills. I had a car payment, a cell phone, and something else, and a credit card that, yeah. So, I went on the road, left my apartment. I was like, I don't need it, whatever. Went on the road, and I got a phone call, and he was like, hey, do you want to go back, you know, if you want to get the master's, you can, and we'll do a stipend. So, mm -hmm. and then pretty much you'll get your master's for free. Who's not going to do that? So I went, came back. I got my old job back. And, yeah, I went, yeah, I got my old job back as a tech. And I was going to school doing a master's thing. And, uh, yeah, that's that's what got me back. I, I pretty much got my master's for free, too. Damn. Bro, you yeah. you lucked you out on all your shit, bro. Fuck. Yeah, just just about. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's been blessing. Yeah, more, it was a blessing. More power, man. That's that's uh that's that's God's work right there. Even though I I know it's cliche, a lot of people say, <laughs> you, know, God's work. you know, that's God's work. Sometimes it's not God's work, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, but yeah. but yeah, that, that's uh that's a blessing, man. More power to yeah. you. I got to give you my. Wait a minute. Let me make sure I got the right button. I got to give you a bomb drop for that one, man. That's what's up. Um. All right. So you you uh you you got your now now you now you got your masters. You got your bachelors. Yeah. You, you got your little bit of experience uh in trucking, and now yeah. you decided to go back into trucking. But yep. You you uh did did you. Go back into trucking um, uh, with with a company, or you just jump right into your own company. All right, so 
it was like a two. It was like it was like when it came down to one of those things. Is like, man, I'm only. I was I was really humping, man. Like how you said, like people complain about certain dollar amounts, and, you know, with jobs, man. I was like, man, I'm only doing ten dollars an hour here. My hours on, you know, when I drive, that's my overtime hours. And I'm like, I'm still only doing like, I was doing like maybe 30, 28, 30 a year. And my cousin, he calls me up. He's more like my brother, man, um, Terrence. And uh, he calls me up. He was like, hey, man, um, I got this. Uh, you want to come up here and work with me? And he was telling me what he was doing at the time over there, like more than double. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like. Yeah, but you ain't got your hazmat. He was like, so here, here's the deal. You got to go get your hazmat, and you come up here, you know, pull me, you know, work for the company. I'm working for Ilco. So I'm like, all right. So I got my hazmat um, while I'm at it. And for those, I don't know if any new people out there, but when you get your license, go ahead and get everything the first time. <laughs> go ahead and get everything. Get your hazmat doubles and triples. Uh if you get your passenger and school bus, if you know, one of them you gotta take the test with the other one, I don't think you do. But get everything so you have it. It's best to have it and not need it need it, not have it. But exactly. I went and got it and um and I started working over there at Hillco, man, and I, I I more than doubled my salary, man. I went to like eighty I did like eighty three that I grossed like eighty three that year. Wow. Yeah. And and this is as a company driver or company driver, man. That's what I gross. Is is yeah. is this company still in existence, bro? Yeah, man, but hey. We got to talk about it offline, dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but hey, I will say, I I will I know this on the web, but I will say I love the people that I worked with. Um and they gave me a like they really could have fired me like my first solo trip because I got in an accident. Was not my fault. These cars got my blind spot. I had a truck I could not, whatever, whatever. And yeah, the car got totaled. But they, my my terminal manager, I, Jenny, I will always. She has been the best. I mean, the best terminal manager dispatcher I have ever had. She put her her job on the line. The safety guy up in um green up in um Greensboro, he put his job on the line. And the other dispatcher at my terminal, John. It was like if anything else happened, they was gonna fire me on the spot. But they 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 fought me for me to keep my job, they, man. They got they got that's that's what's up, yeah. man. If a company, and they and they did not regret it. <laughs> if you do right, because I am, I, you know, just like you, a testament of that company. I I was a testament of, you know, of my old company. You know, they will, if if you do good and you put out good and you yeah. you, they'll fight for you. You know, they'll yeah. go back and say, look, man, this man's this this man's the truth, yada yada yada. But of course, if something else happens, then yeah, yeah. They yeah. let you go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, but, and um, it, it was it was crazy too, cause it happened and and her they the company was in transition to being bought from her dad. And like he showed up, I mean it was still, you know, concerned, like it was you know, still his baby, everything, man, like you you just you know, I couldn't even like those some right down good people man but and one of them I ain't gonna call somebody out but they was like um yeah uh, we didn't know you was gonna work out like that <laughs> yeah I was a runner I, I was a runner for them 
Let me uh let me go ahead and say what's up to everybody that's just now stepping up into the chat. Welcome to the Lockout Man Podcast Show. Thank you very much. When you come in the building, make sure you hit that like button. My man can't stop is with us tonight. Let's head over to the chat. Uh Shape World is in the building. What's going on? Uh let's see. Sweetest Georgia Peach says, but that over vice. Uh, le- uh, laugh out loud uh, drove me crazy too. Okay, she was talking to somebody. Teddy the trucker uh, says that was in the 80s. I know I worked hard back then. I know, right? $3 and fucking 35 cents an hour, bro. I'm just saying. Um, Sweetest Georgia Peach says I did fleet department for uh, for a rental car place and that office was busy. I needed a break. My man Ager <laughs> was like she yeah, was like she can do it, but you gotta let her out every now and then. I know that's right. Teddy the trucker says, damn, uh Niners Nation, what's going on? He says, uh, he missed out. Great show. Thank you very much. Uh Sweetest Georgia Peach says, I wish I have known that I went to a mega carrier. Yeah, you gotta, you know. It, people that's the shit that people don't tell you you know what i'm saying that's what they don't tell you that you can actually get your cdls for free you know i mean well not free in a sense but you know the especially if you're unemployed you know you could you could have went through a a work study program that the unemployment could have paid for you know um Let's see. Lady Z says you're a blessed individual, bruh. And Georgia's sweet, I mean, Georgia's sweet, sweetest Georgia Peach says, I'm going back to get my hazmat and tanker. Very good. Hey, I, w- I would tell you if you go on the, I, I'll tell anybody, like I pull a hopper bomb now, but man, I come from that tanker world, man. Like, and that's the job I went to. That's at Hill Code. I was pulling the asphalt can and the um, propane bottle. We all um, butane too. And we pulled uh, propane in a propane in a dry box, but. Man, let me tell you something, man. That is some of the easiest money you can make. <laughs> I'm not even going to see it in line to you. Some of the easiest money you can make pulling pull the tanker. Tank. Yep. Now, yep. some some tankers that you pull, you 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 don't have to oh, do yeah. You don't have yeah, to you do, do some work. All you have to do is just back up under the cylinder, and actually the workers will hook up the cylinders at some yep, places. Some places right? you do nothing. Some places they won't allow you to do anything, depending on what you call it. Um, <clears throat> the last the last company I was with, I did everything. I I, I get there, I start. I, well, they they have a guy come down, but he'll tell them to start the big pump. But man, I control the pump, did all that stuff, loaded, and um, get to the other place, unload, start everything up, unload, clean everything up, and and gone. You know. So Great. Brave Max says, hi, Jay. Uh, Why you not answering my calls? <laughs> hey, so that's my cousin. That she, she lives, her and her husband live in Australia, man. Um, she's Australia been over there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. Make sure y'all hit that like and subscribe. I appreciate you guys <laughs> being here. Um, yeah, yeah. All right. So when, uh, all right. So you, 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 how long you was with them before you decided to, uh, to uh, start your own company? So me and my cousin, we always brainstorming. We all, you know, we've been around trucking both of our, all our lives. And so he, he ran this guy, um, one of his friends, uh, he's car hauling, hot shot and car hauling. 
And so, my, you know, my cousin talked to me. It ain't take much to convince me. I'm like, shoot, I can be home every day. I can make good money. Why not? <laughs> so I went out there. I got me. A, I went and bought my dually. I got a got a trailer, and it was all like wrong. Like I worked like a dog when I had a three car. I was trying to. I'm, I I grind, man. If I can get it, I get it. And but, man, let me tell you something. That that hot yeah. shot and. What was, was hot shotting like? I mean, because from what I see, all these guys out here pulling three cars, I'm hearing that I'm hearing this money in hot yeah, shot. It, it, it's it's money, man. But I, you got to think, man. I I, I say you got to think, but it's like I came at a time like when everybody was coming in, and it was the end of the year. Like I came in August, so the, the cars just changed over. So by by like you literally had it's it's a wave with that industry. So I went in hauling new cars. I later found out you gonna make more money hauling used and wrecked cars than hauling new cars. Crazy, right? Yeah, right. So I um I was running nothing but new cars for like the first two or three months, and then I start seeing guys leave out of the yard, what we call the yard, where you pick up at um the rail yard, and so they were going out on um. I forget the name of the the, the web uh, central dispatch. They were going out there or had customers, you know, hauling cars like that and doing better. But I hung in there. But then I finally learned, yeah, I need to get out of here. I need to go out to central dispatch and and hauling these used and wrecked cars. But man, and my cousin and them, they had a the team up there. So I started at fourteen, no, 15, fourteen. I started hauling cars. Stopped that in fifteen. Um, in April and March, my trailer went down on me, and it cost me like I was averaging about. I was grossing about four or five grand a week with the uh, hot shot. And then like my trailer was down for like two weeks and I was like, no, nah, I can't do this. And so my cousin, he, we talking again. We're like, man, we got this trailer. We got these, this, this problem with the trailer. It goes down and now we got to fix this trailer. Why not just, just get a truck and we can all pull a trailer and not have to worry about the trailer. We just got to worry about a truck. So we both went and got Warner. I'm not Warner. We went and got uh, trucks from, uh, well, old Maverick trucks from two different places. But yeah, mm -hmm. so that's how I got, you know, started on the, the, the big, the, the semi side of things then. So at that point, I went to being leased on. I no longer needed my authority. So I dropped it. Um, and I still, you know, have my own tag. So you but, had your yeah. own, so you had your own authority when you was hot shotting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Do you yeah. need? Well, let me ask you this: Do you need your own authority to hot shot? You can find people to to, to go up under, but it's just like leasing onto a company, man. They're gonna take a percentage. Oh, okay, okay. So, so wait mean, a minute. For me, let's go back. Let's let's go back to this hauling junk cars, making more money <laughs> than hauling brand new shit. Hey, yo. So, I right, just for instance, a little small run, like. You had three different ratings anyway. You had your your small cars or was it small cars or just cars, period? I think it was just cars, period. And then you had like your SUVs and then you had your trucks. Okay. But your small trucks were like considered SUV size. So you have three different price ranges anyway. And it's going to be a difference of $12 between each of them or so. Okay. You know, just saying, give or take. But then like, so you would take a, a, a large truck from columbia down to charleston it used to pay like 125 or so they dropped the rate down like 80 dollars but you can get you a, a 
used or rent cars coming out of the auction or going to an auction that's paying you a, a buck twenty five, a buck fifty. You know what I'm saying? So, and then just overall, man, like you look out there on the web, man, like on Central Dispatch, and it, it just tells you the story. Like you go, and, and like I was saying, like how the, the industry is in a wave, like you move out new cars during this, this July, August phase, and then everybody gets their tax money at the beginning of the year up until April. So starting as early as March all the way up until like, june july is repo season so now you're getting you going to repo yards picking up cars that you know these these uh companies are paying pretty decent money to pick the cars up to form to go to auction for them to you know for them to be auctioned off man so that's how yeah it, it's it's a cycle it's it's a true cycle and then you go right back into new cars the same same cycle again so all i need to do is to get i'm not a- telling you that <laughs> Okay, all, all a person needs to do is to grab a 350 dually, uh, four 350 dually. I'm not telling you that. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you that. Uh, he's, he's not me, if, I, if I could have done it all over again, if I could have done it all over again, I would have got me a big truck. Um, If I was going to stick with it, I would have got a single axle, and I would have got me a six, six car, seven car. Okay, so let me because ask you. Fuel mileage is almost going to be the same as a big truck almost. I was down like eight miles a gallon in my right, so, so let me ask you this right quick. So you 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 got the dually, all right? So you got the dually. You got the three fifty dually. You got you got a three car trailer, right? What what would be the okay? So at that at that time when you pulling when you was pulling cars. Was that the time you started thinking maybe I should just get a semi with a with a car hauler uh with the with the 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 car trailer attachment? It, it was it was too late. I got a brand new I bought a brand new dually, <laughs> so I got that payment, and I'm like, I can't afford to go do nothing else right now. So I was just I was stuck with it until I was like, and then the, the plan came up. I was like, you know what? I got some money that I had and. I had, you know, I had a little stash, and then I was like, I can sell this trailer right quick. So I flipped my trailer, um, and I grabbed some of the cash. I went and got my big truck, but it was just like, to, if you're going to do it, if you want to just get a taste of it, if you got a 350 and go get a trailer and try it out, yeah. But I would not sit here and say that you should do that, and I'm not saying you shouldn't because, like I said, my, my cousin yeah. talked to a guy, no and he's doing well. From everybody else is out here. Yeah, and like and he's doing extremely well to the point where he went and bought his trailer alone cost him fifty grand in clothes, and he's hauling high end stuff to some people, some yeah, some important people, or you know, just, he hauling some high end stuff making money, and he's got other dualies on the road too. So it's just my experience for me. If I could have done it again, I really would have went with the big truck route. Um, probably even with a sleeper just the fact that I can move it around with no problem if I wanted to go lease on somewhere. That's what's up, man. So you so yeah. you went, got your uh you you went, saved your cheese. Now you got your now you got your first truck. Yep. Uh so all all of that kind of like, you know, you while you was doing car hauling and and all that yeah. good stuff, you yep. know, you kind of just made, you know, made your way and you just said, "Fuck it, I just want my want my own truck." Yeah. Uh, you got your truck. 
Who did you go to Lee Storm to? I leased on to um well now they're called Basso Global. It was a company called Basso uh, America at the time, but now they're Basso Global, uh, also known as Golf States Intermodal. Um, hauling uh what we, what we call sea tanks, it's twenty foot tankers on the chassis on a port chassis. Uh, mm-hmm. So I went back into tankers. Uh, this right here actually literally got me home every other day. Um, Sometimes I go back and come back in a day. Just depends. Because everything was out and back to Charleston. Um, so it, it was, I literally was back and forth being able to get home at this point. So, you know, that was, yeah, that so, was one of the things I, I wanted to do. So let's touch back on hauling cars, man. So you you had a three-car trailer making make making bank, bro. Like, what? <laughs> I, I'm assuming loading a three-car trailer was fucking easy. Then loading. Oh, uh, not at first. It's scary, man. You never, come on, like you're backing a truck on a trailer, um, and you're learning where to stop it at. For one, mm. you're okay. trying not to give it too much gas. You're trying. You got the door open, or you hanging halfway outside the door so you can see Ooh. where the wheels at. So it's like it's kind of nerve-wracking at first, but once you get into the groove, like you. You get in and everything's you know slow as fast and fast as easy, you know. So you just take it slow and it's nice, fast and easy, and get on there. But it took some time to get that. that I'm I'm serious, man. It have took you, some time, but I had a fast learning curve. One have, day I rode with somebody else. Have, One have day. You, have you had issue of? Whoop. <laughs> nah, I, my problem came with a. I think a, I had a dually. I almost put. Yeah, almost put the dually off. Like it doesn't seem like it could happen, but yeah, almost off the edge because you got to pull over straight. So you you loading, you know. Of course, you're being trained on how to load, but I'm I'm sure the trainer at the time told you like, yo, this, you know, stuff like this happens. But if if you was to roll the car off the off the off the track. How are you able to get that back up there? Is there like a tow motor with a forklift that a that will come and help you or? Nah, I, like you, you said, a trainer. Like I went with the the, the guy I was telling me about my cousin knew that got us into it. Like we literally rode with him. Like I think I pulled, I think I pulled a load down there, or he. I forgot how it was. I don't know if we all three took a load down there, but I forgot. But we ended up down there together. Um, and like, it was literally one, like one, one run. I went with them, went down there. We at the rail car, I met the rail yard and loading, loaded them up. Showed how to strap them down. Cause I ain't never deal with straps. Like it was literally one day that we did this in like, I, and it was, yeah, it was, it was super fast paced. Cause you snatch some cars off so quick, like you put them on quick, like you put them on quick and you take them off quick. And but the longest thing is strapping them down, really. Would you say? Would you? Would you say car hauling is almost the equivalent of driving a flatbed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have never did a flatbed and driven a flatbed, but I, in my mind, yes, that that'd be my equivalent. <laughs> All right. All right, welcome everybody that's stepping up into the building to the Lockout Man podcast show. Make sure you guys hit that like button for a brother. I really do appreciate it. Let's see who stepped up in here. Desiree Hartwell is in the building. She says, per car, she says, these auto haulers make 
bank. That's what's up. She's also said, can't stop in Alabama. What's going on? Make sure you hit that subscribe button. I do appreciate you being here. Courtside Dave says, we need more likes in here. Hell yeah, we do. I appreciate it. Y'all hit that like button. Uh, my girl, Mocha DMG, is in the building. She's also a join member. Make sure y'all hit, if y'all want to join, you know, hook a brother up with some coffee. It's only a dollar ninety nine. We'll be able to some coffee. Uh, let's see, let's see. Wow, Bill, what's going on, man? He said he wanted to know about. Uh, he said what's good. He also came back and said he was wondering about car hauling too. I, you know what, I, I almost got into car hauling. That was the first, very first company that called me when I was uh, looking for companies to go with before I went with. U.S. Express. Useless Express. My bad. I'm sorry. I never drove for them. (laughs) Uh, He said, that's what's up, can't stop. I knew it was money in it, just never knew how to get into it. Hey, man, if if you need, hey, just tell her. I I can give you my email address. Well, I'll give you my business email address and hit me up there. I don't mind answering any questions anybody got, man. Like, I'm I'm open. I I can't make it all. I ain't doing that no more, and I can't make it all either way. So you know what? Uh, I want to I want to touch on um I want to touch on I I I seen I was watching uh I was watching a YouTube video. Yeah. Uh, usually I write shit down. Um, I was watching a YouTube video, and and I you know we touched on this when we was in the Zello group as well. But I was watching a YouTube video, and this young man was just saying how, or not, it wasn't a no, 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 no. Who was it? Wait, 3D not T. That's why I was watching. You guys need to check this girl out. She is fucking fire. She got bars for fucking days. All right, check her out. I I think I did a profile on her a couple of videos ago, but she says that she went in. While she was learning, you know, she had to pay for, you know, time in the booth. She had to pay for her engineer time and all that other good stuff. Like, you know, all the all the rappers do. They got to pay for their booth rent or whatever. And she was like she was sitting there while the, you know, dude was engineering and all like that. And she was asking questions. She was like, yo, what this do? What that do? What this do? What that do? And and some of the guys was just withholding the information because they didn't want to, uh, I guess they didn't want to lose their money or anything like that. And that kind of got me to think about how some of these uh, YouTuber guys on YouTube that wants, you know, that that tells you how to make money, but want to roof hold the information from you so they so that they won't lose their money. But for yeah. me... When I got into the when I got into the uh when I got into the roadside game, I kind of did the same thing. You know, I kind of I kind of went around and asked the same questions like, "Yo, where you get these tools from? Where you, you know, who who who's you who you contract with and all like that?" And they just didn't want to give you the information because they, you know, they just felt like like you was kind of infringing. You know what I'm saying? So have you ran across anybody that that's like that you have asked back in the day for, you know, you know, just to get, you know, just a little bit of information, but you felt kind of jaded. 
from from people that wouldn't give you the information that you was looking for? Man, it, in this industry, yeah, all the time, man. Like, I can honestly and truthfully say, man, um, and I was just having this conversation last week. Since I've been pulling this hopper, man, this has been, like, the biggest family, like, old school trekking, like, how they talk about old school trucking used to be, like, it's a true family, like, man, uh, matter of fact, I was on this run out of, uh, going back forth over in Wilmington on 74, and, like, all day, every day, I don't care how many times a day we see each other, we always speak, you know what I'm saying, let each other, you know, let each other know what's going on the road, what the, you know, everything, you know what I'm saying, we get out, sit, you know, stand around, chop, you know, talking, and it, it's just been like a whole family thing, you know what I'm saying? And even when we're not there, you know, a couple of us, we still just, you know, shoot a phone call, you know? I met a, a sister, I met a, uh, I met, I met the brother, Zach. He stays mm-hmm. in Mississippi, man, and he even put me on to some stuff out in, in uh, Mississippi where he's at. You know, any, anytime I want to go out there and work out there with him, he was like, yeah, because I, just small thing, man. Like in, like here in, in my where I live at in Orangeburg, we got a, a pizza place, man. He was like, man, I love pizza, man. I was like, all right, cool. We'll stop by there and grab you some pizza on the way in. We was both both going to the same place, and so grabbed him some pizza, man. And met up with him, met his sister. His sister drives too, and it's like we still keep in contact. And like for a whole week, we ran back and forth from Kentucky to South Carolina together. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's 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 been like a true family thing with this Hopper thing. But it's definitely some people like you. I I never forget like when I went to uh i was over at at uh at basso and i asked one of the drivers you know about a certain run or whatever and they kind of looked at me sideways about it it's like you had to find like some things like some loads some ways you had to like really actually try to like they had to be missing like they had to be off work for you to get to run for you to even know it even existed because they wouldn't even tell you nothing they don't tell you where you're going you know it's not like you i can come get your money because you're going or you got to load them going but it's just like little stuff, man, you ask them about and they just would not tell you. Mm. And it, it's hurtful that we all supposed to be working together. Like I can't, I can't sit over here. And like I said, I can't make it all anyway. I can only do what I can do in a day. Exactly. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, like I said, you know, no, uh, let me see. Let me make sure I got the right one. No shots fired to anybody. You know what I'm saying? None at all. But I'm I'm just saying, you know, if 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 people got the information, I understand if they got the information, they they want to tell it. Some people even want to get paid for it. You know what I'm saying? But you know, Yo. I mean, I just, oh shit! What, you just hit a sore spot because let me tell you something. Just like what, what I do, man. What, what nah, nah, I, nah. Because now seriously, and that's and that's real. Like when I went to go get my authority, like my like my cousin, they they went through somebody or whatever the guy hooked them up and i was like so what do i need like i got the list i picked up the phone i called and like these people charging like six hundred dollars for you for you to, to walk you through the steps of, of getting your authority i can see you get your insurance you get your, you go get a uh, uh um you go file get your dot number which is free your mc number you file with with the government if you need help with it pick up the phone and call them they the lady walked me through. By the time I got off the phone with that lady, she done walked me through it. The whole paper from front to back. What are you doing? Car hauling. So you're going to need to put something about gasoline. It's going to be small quantity, but you still got to mark this. Like, she walked me through the whole thing. And, like, I literally 
did not pay nobody to do nothing to get my authority, but people out here charging six hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? For me to uh, let me go process this for you. For what? It's free. The information is out there. Everything well, you need is right there for free. Well, you know, you know. Look, I you I ain't trying to hurt nobody's hustle now, but I'm just yeah, saying. I, I'm not gonna. I'm I'm not gonna. You know, hate on nobody's hustle or anything like that. Even though I was called a hater because you know I was. I was wondering about what the next man was doing, but I'm just saying, you know, it, it, in my humble opinion, again, you know what I'm saying? You know, some, some people will pay for that. You know what I'm saying? And, and others won't, you know, I, I, I guess I'm in that, I'm in that echelon of the won't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but uh, if, you know, but if you name. need, if you need, if you're a busy person, you know, if you're a busy person, you know, I get it. If you're a busy person and you you don't want to take the time to do all the all the necessary steps to get what you want or get what you need, and somebody's offering it at a at a cost, then by all means, go you know go grab it. You know what hey, I'm man. saying? Let me tell you something, man. I, I listen to a guy, love a guy, Et, the hip hop preacher, Eric Thomas, man. If you want it as if you want it as bad as you want to breathe, man, you would do by any means necessary everything you need to do to get it done. I was on. When I told you I was running hard at Hillco, I was running hard. I can't tell you exactly how hard I was. I was running hard over there, and I was able to manage to do all of that, get my authority, everything started on my own time, in between time, any time I had. Yeah. While I was working, while on the road driving. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. You know what I'm I, you it can't be done if you want to do it. So, like I said, some people can, and you know, some people can't. You know, and and again, no shots fired. Yeah. You know, no shots fired. But uh, you know, it it is what it is. You know, some people found yeah. some some people some people find niches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you got you got guys out here that's doing coaching calls for, you know, for new drivers that's coming into the industry. Cool. You got people that, you know, you got people now that's, you know, that's helping people to get their permits. Cool. You know, you got you got people that's, you know, doing a lot of things. So, you yeah. know, your hustle, whatever you find, whatever niche that you find that you can make some money, go get it. Yeah. Go, go by all means necessary. Go get it. Well, if you get the information I got, you know I got it. it. You got it. You, you, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, man, so um, can't stop, man. I, you know, I I, I don't want to bring this up unless you want to unless you want to talk about it. But uh, you you mentioned earlier of of your late uh, of your late wife. Uh, you 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 got married. Um, and unfortunately, um, what what happened? If you if you want to touch on that, um, yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah, we got married. Um, we met back in the college back in '05. Yeah, so um, got married in in '13 and '16 in May of '16. Like we, I, I ride, um, I ride avidly. Uh, with Buffalo Soldiers, yeah, Buffalo Soldiers Motorcycle Club, and um, so 
we were headed out to Kansas, uh, St. Louis, I'm sorry, Kansas, uh, St. Louis, Missouri. And, um, something, I, I have at least something, it's going to be like a little choppy, but, um, uh, long story short, we had a, we had, we had a, no, we had, nah, I, there's something, I got to watch what I say. We're still in some legality stuff. So, um, we had an accident and, uh, with a horse on I-20 over here in, uh, Aiken, South Carolina. Didn't know that was horse country, but that is horse country. Um, and so we, yeah, had an accident, never saw what was going on, whatever. And so that's what happened. I lost, lost her on the side of the road. Um, I ended up with, uh, some injuries. Um, and I'm, I'm actually like really, yeah, I, I can really truly say blessed to even be here talking to you to ever have met you. Um, I needed two bags of blood to be stable, had a concussion. My arm was broken in one, two, three places and out of socket at the elbow, um, three broken ribs, two pelvic fractures, and collapsed lung. Yeah, I was in, and actually Desiree, that's on here, man. Um, she was the young lady that actually stopped at my accident. Um, so yeah, I'm, that, that's my, my, my angel on this earth, seriously. Um, yeah, yeah. So, but that's, that long story short, that's what happened, man. This this is the same yeah. accident that uh that involved your your late wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost. She she passed away uh, about ten fifteen minutes after the impact. I'm yeah. I'm my condolences to you, bro. Um, yeah. I'm I'm very sorry to hear that. But with uh with with that tragedy, pretty much gave you strength to continue on, though. Yeah. Um. Needless to say, without a dark time, you know. Um, every once in a while it shows his head a little bit, but, um, it, it, it's one of those things, you know, and I'll say people are, you know, I tell people and they're like, you know, you're strong, you're strong. But in my mind, it's like, it's not, it's nothing else for you to do, but keep going. It's like, you, you have to accept the fact that they're gone and they're not coming back. Um, you know, unfortunately that's just how it is. Um, does it, make it any better or easier no it it just takes time it, it all comes in its own course every every aspect of it you know uh i was and it's allowed me to um to talk to other widows and widowers too um because her she had an uncle that passed uncle uh uncle paul that passed about a year and matter of fact about a year and a couple days from her from her and I went and talked to her cousin and her aunt. You know, we sat down. We, you know, had a conversation on that level, and a couple other people I talked to. Um, but it's just, I just find that I get a peace of mind being able to talk to people to help them through that time. You know, does does does, does talking does does that really help? Because I, I hear a lot of. You know, I hear a lot of people that have like, you know, various issues such as, uh, you know, loss, um, you know, gambling problems such as myself and, you know, other other issues and all like that. But does does that really does that truly help to, to, yeah. to talk to people that that was that was in the same situation? Yeah, it helps. It helps and, and and honestly i had i got i had gotten to a point and, and got to a point where i can truly talk about it without getting it sometime i i do i ain't gonna see here and say i don't get emotional about it because i do um it just hits 
hits differently on certain days and certain times, you know, just just naturally. Um, but, you know, it helped for me to talk, period, about it. And then people are like, oh, no, I don't want to talk about it. No, no. It's like, no, nah, I, I can talk about it. You know, the more I talked about it, the more it helped me to realize what the situation was and, and, and be able to cope a little bit better, you know. And that's just all it is, because you ain't gonna never, it ain't gonna never go away. It ain't gonna never, you're not gonna ever get over it. It's, it's there, you know, it's there. Yeah, it's a major, a major accident of any magnitude, you know, definitely, you know, change. You even touch yeah. back on, uh, you even touch back on an accident uh, early in our conversation. Uh, touch back on that. What what happened that night? Um, it was early morning, like about. About four, well, five, uh, about four o'clock in the morning, we left home. Um, <laughs> I can, I can just about describe everything she put on that morning, the way she looked at me that morning, everything. Like, everything is like, it's, it's that day always plays clear, but we got up, got dressed, hit the road. Um, we ended up at a truck, at the, at a, a little truck stop, Circle K out there, exit 33 on I-20. And, um, we stopped there. I chopped it up with this guy. He was in a bike club. He was heading to Myrtle Beach to it was a Memorial Weekend, um, and so that weekend, um, uh, a chapter in um, St. Louis was having we're hosting the event. So we were like, "Nah, we're gonna go out there this year." And so just just talking with him, and she went and did what she had to do. I went in and did what I had to do. She was out there talking to him and whatever. Come back out. Are you ready to go? Yep. Three miles later, this accident happens. I wake up in the hospital, and I wake up to, you know, faces, you know, gloom. And, like, I'm, I asked about where she was, and it's like, you have this feeling like something's totally wrong. And I asked, you know, like, I asked maybe another time or two, and I never got a response. And I already knew just by that. And I and just the feeling, you know, in my spirit, you know, it's just like, Yeah. And so ever since then, but the only the the person that kind of put the pieces, like I said, put the pieces in between, man, and saved me from crawling back out in the road looking for her, which I didn't even know I was doing. Um, and she said I just kept calling her name, but uh, Desiree's the the that was the missing puzzle, man. She actually reached out and found me, and yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, she know how grateful I am for her, man. Now, shout out to uh, shout out to you, Desiree Hart uh, Hartsell. Hartsell, yeah, definitely shout out Hartsell. Don't kill me, Desiree. Shout out to you. You, you, uh, you. Before that, you was in a trucking accident. You, uh, uh, you doing that? No, that was yeah. That was a little small incident, man. That was. Uh, uh, that was a, more so of a, I told their car. <laughs> oh, yeah. a, it was a, a little 93 Cavalier got my blind spot and pushed it out the road, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, okay. nothing, nothing like that, man. Yeah. All right. Um, so, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm reading your bio, and yeah. you, you still ride motorcycles, bro, even after? Yeah. Even, even after? Hey, <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, it, it 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 took about a year and a half. Well, about a year and a half before I bought one, another one. But um, I could. A lot of people, of course, a lot of people didn't want me to get back on. 
Yeah, um, I'm, I'm still wondering how how could you get back on after after? Yeah, and like I I still honestly I still deal with it. Like I don't, it, you wouldn't know when you see me when I ride, but I still don't have my wrist back. Uh, that's how I wear this brace every day and this glove. Man, my hand feels like yeah crazy every day. But um, so I I can't lift my wrist or I extend my fingers, but I can grip. I can grip or pull my wrist down, so I can still pull a clutch in. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that was the that was the main main issue with me riding again, man. But even even back to just driving a car, I, I'll never forget. I was going to Florida. I I, I had a panic attack, man. I, I I had a panic attack, like seriously. Like it, I, my PTSD from the accident was that bad early on. Um, and so now getting back to riding, yeah, it was a little sketchy at first, but now, man, I get back on around like I used to, man. Yeah. It's just a love for it. And and one of my drives was because that was she actually um made a down payment on my first bike because she wanted to get on the back and ride. And so it was no conflict of me getting a bike to begin with. And so it's something that we did and shared together, man. And, and it's like I could not if I'm able to do it, it's like I could not, not do it other than me enjoying it myself. Desiree Desiree says, Tell them tell them the story from me. <laughs> All right, so Desiree actually reached out. And well, found... you, know, you 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 know what? Oh, hold on, right quick. Hold on, can't stop. <laughs> you know, Desiree. Hold on, hold hold, hold on, right quick. <laughs> uh, can't stop. Do you do you have do you have her number? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Test test me the number, and I'll bring her in, and she could tell the story. <laughs> Oh boy, this ain't gonna be good. This is not gonna be good. <laughs> It'll be good. Hold on. I'm gonna tell you right now. She despises me riding a bike. She despises it. Um, you want me to text to you? Yeah, text it to me. Hold on, I quit. All right. All right. This the no- okay. All right. Desiree, I'm about to call you. Hold on. All right. Hold on, right quick. Let me go back out. <laughs> uh, hold on. Let me go back out. And. All right, Desiree, I am calling you right now. You you gave me the right number, right? Can't stop. Uh gave you the wrong number. Hello, Desiree. Hi. Welcome to the show. All right, so you have uh, a story to tell. I, me, and can't stop, and the rest of the LOM community is all ears. Oh my goodness! Hi, James. Hey, Desiree. <laughs> hey. You thought I was not gonna watch this? Huh? I said you thought I was not gonna watch this, huh? No, I, I, I know you would. 
<laughs> I know you would. We actually talked right before it was going to come on. <laughs> All right. So what? 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 What's the? What's the story, uh, Desiree? Oh my gosh, that was a terrible day. Um. Oh, sorry. Hold on. So uh, he was talking about them stopping at the gas station. And so I was driving from South Carolina, from Somerville, to um, to Atlanta, Georgia. I had my two kids in tow. My daughter was heading out um, to go visit her dad. And I was driving to Alabama, which is where I am. Well, lived prior to living in South Carolina. So we were driving to Atlanta that morning and my normal route is generally down from Somerville to Columbia and then head over straight on 20 East to Atlanta. And for some reason, um, my GPS had over straight on 20 East. Nope, nope, nope. My GPS had me going the back way through like Orangeburg and all all the way up to almost Aiken, South Carolina. So I was like about five miles from where the accident from Wire Road, which is exit twenty nine, um, in South Carolina. But anyway, we were James and I were about ten minutes apart from stopping at the same gas station. So I've never met James before. Um, I've, I've never met him. I don't know him prior to this. But so our story kind of coincided as I was. Did we lose her? Mm, no, I'm here. Oh, oh, okay. okay. So we, so I, it's about 4.50 in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning. And we are driving down I-20 between Columbia and Augusta. And all of a sudden, I see, like, flashing lights on the right side of me about, I'd say, half a mile up. So I get into the left lane, and all of a sudden, I see something running from the back, which is a semi-truck, pulled over to the right side of the road. But I see something running back and forth from the um, taillights of the truck, the tractor trailer. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I slow down, get in the left lane, like I said, and then all of a sudden, these horses come running down by my car in the middle of the interstate. So I slow down on the interstate going about 30 miles an hour, and I look over. So we're in the left lane, passing the semi and while well, we're slowly passing the semis, these horses are running around my car. Mm-hmm. My kids are asleep in the back in the back seat, and <clears throat> I look over, and the trucker still has his lights on, and I see terrible things. And so I pull up towards the ramp, which is on Wire Road, exit twenty nine. I pull over on the ramp, and of course, my kids are like wide awake at this point. 5.05 in the morning and <laughs> I just look at them and I say, 
so I pull over all the way to the, you know, to the exit. And I pull over. My daughter is 15 at the time, I think. 14, or yeah, 15. She's 15 at the time. And um, I pull over, tell her I'm going to get out of the car and go help these people and to lock the doors and um, don't let anybody in until I get back. So I run back and what I see is two bodies on the ground. And James, are you okay with me going further? Yeah, yeah. All right. Want to make sure. So I saw one body on the ground when I passed the trucker before I pulled over. And when I ran back, there were two bodies on the ground. So one was moving, which was James, and he was crawling from about 20 feet away from where his wife was to eat us. And keep in mind, I do not know them. I've never met them. And so I ran up to her first because she was not moving. And so James kept crawling to her, screaming her name. Um, I thought he was saying Olivia when he was screaming her name, but it's because his entire left side had collapsed. So I'm in, I'm in the military. My first aide went into full effect immediately. And um, I didn't move her, but I just left her where she was. I checked her pulse. She had a very painful. The trucker who had pulled over and saw the accident happen, um, he, he was already on the phone with, um, with 911. And... So he looked at me and he stood back there by his truck and he looked at me and he told me, he said, Hey, she's dead. And I'm like, she's not dead. She has a pulse. Are you on the phone with, you know, did you call 911? He's like, yes, I'm on the phone with them. I'm like, tell them to hurry. How long is it? And he said, well, they're going to be about 50 minutes. I'm like, she doesn't have 50 minutes. Tell them to hurry now. And so at this point she was still breathing, still alive. Um, just barely making it. And James is literally like bear crawling up to her. He can't really like, he can't navigate where he's at, but he just knows that she's right there. And he's like crawling towards her. So keep in mind, like we're on the interstate. So he is crawling towards her and checking her pulse and the cars are going by. They're on their motorcycle, right? So the motorcycle is in a thousand pieces. It's all over the middle of the interstate. It's all over the side of the road. And so on top of the horses are all still running freely and wildly about. So I just hover over her and wait for the horses to leave because it came back around. And I just hover over here and wait there until they leave. And then all the cars are coming by. So they're kicking up all of the motorcycle that was just shattered. And so we've got debris flying everywhere. So James is basically like in the grass on the shoulder. So he's safe, um, but she was, she was not. And so finally, the, um, the trucker went back. I told him, I'm like, go back there and navigate the traffic. Keep them outside of this, put up your phones. And so we put up his phones, um, started navigating the traffic, slowing them down, and James had crawling and crawling towards her. 
so he kept crawling towards her more and um, he wouldn't stop. So I finally, I finally went over to him and he just kept screaming to get his name. So I, um, he, he wouldn't stop. He just kept moving and moving, knowing that his entire left arm was shattered. His left lung was shattered. It, it was punctured um, from the impact. Um, he just didn't quit. And so I finally grabbed him from underneath his um, armpits on both sides. And I brought him to her legs. And I didn't let him go any further than that. But I brought him to her legs, put his hand on her legs. I went to the front of her and held her. And he just sat there and and I told her she wasn't alone and that he wasn't alone and that we were right here and that she was going to be okay and that not going to be okay, but that we were with her and that her husband was with her. And I asked him his name and we talked about his name and I said, all right. So she passed and then he, um, he kept crawling into the middle of the road just screaming her name. So I pulled him back, propped him up, um, propped him. He had a, a military bag. Excuse me. He had a military bag, uh, um, a chemical military bag, which is hilarious, but it's people use it for toiletries or whatever. So I found that in the rubbish that was strung across the side of the road. And I propped him up on that. I knew his left side had been punctured. I knew he could not breathe well. I knew his left lung had been had been damaged. So we, just, I just started to do care, and so we waited about fifty minutes for the ambulance to come, and he coded on us right before they got there. Um, I know he coded because I had to press on the sternum. He faded in and out several times, and I just kept popping him up, keeping him up. I had him on my knees at one point um, just so that he could breathe right. I had his hands over his head. I then propped him up on the little military bag um, just so that I could leave him there for a second. Um, we were looking for identification, like a wallet, anything that was thrown through the rubbish, some kind of identification, knowing that the police and that the paramedics are going to be there and they're going to need some kind of, you know, identification. And obviously these two have families that we need to find out. So I sent the trucker out to go and look through all of it, find something, anything that he could. It was in the ditch over there. And um, they ended up finding um, his wallet and everything. But that was after the paramedics had came. So finally, so James had coded at least once before the paramedics had came. Um, I got him back. I, I don't think I got him back. That was God's thing. And um, so he came back and just kept crying her name. We talked. We had a conversation. I told him about my kids. They were in the car and um, asked him her name you know where they were going just try to keep him alive and talking and as much as much he, as he could put into his lungs to just keep them pumping and keep them working 
And um, so finally the paramedics came, the state patrol came, which seemed like hours, but it was like in the 20 minute top period. Um, so they got him on a stretcher and I had to get my daughter to the airport in Atlanta in the next like hour and a half. So I roll up to the airport, got her off and walk her inside through TSA and this all kind of rolls into the story. Um, full, my hair was full of blood. My clothes were full of blood. Um, yeah, just rolling in there like, hey, can you please take my kid on this plane? It was terrible. Anyway, so while we're driving from there to Atlanta, um, from Aiken, essentially, I gave my phone to my daughter and I said, will you please like text the news stations and just so check all the news stations. They're already out there and they were. And I'm like, please find somebody who might know who this is because I didn't see his um, his driver's license or anything like that. I didn't know who he was. And I just wanted to make sure that whoever he was and whoever she was, that she wasn't alone and that he wasn't alone. And so we ended up finding, was it Charles James? It was Charles, right? Uh, Lord Byron, Byron. Yeah. Oh, that was Byron Charles from Texas. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. That was Charles. Yeah, that was Charles. Yeah. Yeah. So um, one of his fraternity brothers had commented on one of the news um, stations on Facebook. And so I just kept looking for somebody who might know him personally. And so he did know him. He didn't say his name, but he said, my brother from the fraternity, this was him. Didn't say James's name or anything. So while we're driving from Aiken... <clears throat> Excuse me. While we're driving from Aiken to Atlanta, um, we said my daughter finds that, you know, he made a comment about James, essentially. And I messaged him. And I pulled over and I messaged him immediately. And I'm like, hey, I'm Desiree. I couldn't stay and I couldn't go to, um, <laughs> I'm getting choked up, sorry. And I couldn't go to the hospital with them, but I just want them to know that she wasn't alone and neither was he. And, and I know he knows that, but I don't want her family to think that she was alone. Like she was there. James was there. I mean, right by her. And um, he responded immediately. And so we actually got on the phone. I dropped my daughter off in Atlanta and him and I got on the phone immediately. And he kept me updated on James. And so, um, they transported James to Augusta and that's where he stayed for a couple weeks before he had to go to a rehab center to work on his arm and his, um, and his lung <laughs> and the entire yeah. life that, yes. And so, um, what was it, a week later? So I was flying to Wyoming that week from Alabama and a week later, I got back, and that's when James actually finally, like, came to, and and they told him the story. Like, I mean, he had already been to, you know, like, he, he was awake and everything. And like he said earlier, you know, he knew from the faces that something had happened to Shakita. And so, um, but he didn't know the whole story because he didn't remember it. And he, I 
I think I'm speaking truth, but he didn't remember the entire the entire thing for a long while. And I think that that's stress and adrenaline and obviously trauma. And so I say he called me, Charles called me and said, hey, he would like to meet you. So I'm back in Charleston and he's in Augusta and I drove up a week later and met him in the hospital. And we have been best friends ever since. And he was actually even in my wedding last year. That's uh that's that's uh that's god working right there man yeah yeah and she said about the acting like i didn't that's that's god working right there man that's, yeah that, it's god she's talking about remembering anything that's, i didn't I, know anything you know that's no that's, that's god right there man that that she 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 was the embodiment of god right there bro you know and that's what we keep saying, because the fact that my GPS took me a random way through Orangeburg and not, like, straight down the interstate, it took me through a highway. I literally was, like, five minutes behind them before they stopped at the gas station. At the same gas station, I stopped at five minutes after they did, which essentially only led me to be seven to ten minutes behind them, which is when they got hit. And we have gone over this and over this and over this. And it's just crazy. Like, it is definitely a, a testament to being in the right place or you, I wouldn't say right place at the wrong time, but just you, knowing you, that God, you was the embodiment, you, you, you was, you, you was the embodiment, you know, you, you, you was the embodiment of 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 God right there at that at that particular time for him for him and his wife. You know, I mean, a lot of people uh, look. You know, I, I don't go to church, but I do believe in faith, and I do believe in God. You know, I mean, you you know, it's it's like you know how people just get that get it, you know just it it just happened. You know, like, you know, some people see see God in other people, and you was 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 the embodiment for them that night. So, on behalf of the Lockout Man Podcast Show, thank you very much for that. I don't know. James has been a light of my life since I met him, and the pinnacle of strength. I think that what I did is I would hope would be what anybody would do. Um, just pull over and love your neighbor and love somebody you don't know and just be a good human. And, but James has given me so much more in return. He, <laughs> the man has done so much. The strength that he the strength that he shows in his everyday life and how he is carried on and just his enthusiasm for life. And yes, I absolutely hate that you're on a bike and I always will. Always, always. And he knows it. I <laughs> he shows up to my office and he's freaked sometimes on that bike. And I'm like, you can leave now. 
I mean, you know, I, you know, I, you know, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes, you know, I guess, you know, I guess it's a testament for him to, you know, get to get back on it, you know. Me personally, I, I I don't think I don't I, I never drove a you know my estranged wife you know she's a motorcyclist and I'm I'm scared for her every time she rides her bike, but I I never rode a bike before you know I I was gonna I was gonna get my I was gonna get my license you know uh unfortunately we got sep we separated so there wasn't no point for me to get a license but you know. I, you know, I, 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 I'm just afraid for anybody, you know, that rides a bike, especially the ones that don't wear the helmets. I am, I am so ecstatic that, you know, the laws make you wear a seatbelt, but it don't make you wear a helmet, <laughs> you know, so, but bro, uh, right. but bro, I, I am, I am thankful that you, that you're here, man. Uh, I, I am very touched by this story. I, I, I'm very touched by this story, man. That just makes me appreciate you a hell of a lot more than 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 I than I was maybe five, ten, twenty, or before we got in here. Because I appreciated you then, but I appreciated you. I appreciate you more now than than anything, man. So, and to you, Desiree, again. On behalf of the Lockout Man podcast show, thank you, you know, thank you very much for being there for him, and 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 getting him through his dark times. And I'm I'm sure there was I'm sure there was much of it at that time, you know. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. So like that was the months of yeah I, yeah months of yeah waking up. Being intoxicated, going to bed intoxicated. Yeah. I, I, I know what that is. I, I know bro. I know the feeling. That was once, look, that was once I was able to be home because my mom was like, nope, you're coming to stay with me. And so, yeah. So I went home for a while and then eventually I ended up, um, I actually haven't told a whole lot of people about that part. So, the, um, yeah, friends, family, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but they yeah, a lot of people didn't know that part. But yeah, I, I did, man. It, it was it was rough, man. Like I had some other folks, you know that. I had okay. some other folks that. Okay, uh, Desiree, thank All you, right, for, Desiree. Thank you for coming on. I really do appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. But, um, yeah, Georgia Peach says. James, you absolutely can't stop, bro. That's the invited now. Now I see where the name come from. <laughs> now I see where the name come from. Fucking can't stop. <laughs> so originally, like I went through. All right, so I tell you, right, you gonna ask me that, right? So I went. I, I first started riding in the club, right? And so I went to an event, and the guy was like, "Hey, man, what's your what's your ride name?" I was like. I don't know, James. I don't know. You know, no, nah, you gotta have a ride name before you come up. You know, before you know, you gotta have a ride name. I'm like, all right. You better think. Of, matter of fact, I just met him at this other, at his funeral a couple of weeks ago. I saw him again, and um, 
uh, he was like, man, you better have a ride name before you leave the end, end of this weekend. I'm like, all right. So I'm just sitting there brainstorming. I'm like, what could I I don't want to use my line name from my organization. I don't want to. Nah, that ain't going to fit here. I'm like, all right. Hmm. And I was like, well, you know, I tried playing on words. And it's just like, I came up with Can't Stop. And it was just like, yeah, I use Can't Stop. So, you know, because I'm always, at that time, I was always moving, man. I was doing stuff. Like I said, like I was in grad school. I didn't put that in there. But when I was in grad school, I was doing the tech work, plus driving the bus, plus I was a reserve police officer. And so a lot of, one of my cousins called me a Jamaican, and I'm like, yeah, I just I always did stuff, man. Like, even now, like, I get out the truck, and I'm I'm gone on the weekend. Like, always always busy, always doing something. Always doing something, man. That's what's up, man. That is what's up, man. Again, uh, shout out to uh, Desiree Hart, uh, Hart, Hart Sale, Hart, Hartwell, Hart Sale, yeah, Hartwell. Yeah. Hart Sale. Shout out to you, young lady. Thank you for being. Uh, thank you for being the angel, uh, being the embodiment, the embodiment, the embodiment. Uh, you know, to bring, uh, bring my man right here. You know, back to the fray. Uh, as to you, bruh, like I said, much, you know, much love, you know, like I said, man, me, you know, with, with this, with this, me and you built the bond tonight, bruh. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just yeah, man. We, you know, when hey. you found me, when you found me last night on Instagram, man, we, 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 we built the bond tonight, bruh. So we, we definitely going to yeah. keep in contact with each other from now on, man. Uh, thank you everybody for being here tonight. Welcome to the Lockout Man Podcast Show. You know, when you come up in the building, make sure you hit that like button. Uh, let's go back to uh, some of the comments. Um, let's see. Uh, Sweetness Georgia Peach gave you the prayer hands and the heart. Uh, she says, God, she said to uh, Desiree, God sent you because of your experience, level, and expertise. She says, thank you. God is awesome. And she come back to say, I despise motorcycles for that very reason. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Nine times out of ten, it is not the motorcycle. It's not the motorcycle. is is used. Cars. <laughs> <laughs> Mercedes, uh, Mercedes, uh, going, lady, make sure you hit that like yeah. button. Uh, she said, James is truly a blessed individual, and she comes back to say, always moving. And yeah. sweetest Georgia Peach says, much respect, L O M. Thank you very much, uh, sweetest Georgia Peach. Uh, Desiree Hartzell, thank you. She says, great show, uh, bro. Um, Hey, Merce. We, 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 uh, we, we, we touched on uh, back in the day. Uh, I'm not sure if that was you or somebody else, but did you, did you by chance get another truck? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I sold the, the one that I bought. Um, actually, she put me down, but I always said, if this truck ever puts me down, I won't ever talk bad about it. And I swear by it, I will never talk bad about that truck. That truck was been through some things, Jeremy. And, um, yeah, she been through some things. She served her purpose well for five years. 
So what is so what so so what are, so what are where where are you at right now uh as far as as far as your life as far as trucking uh and what other what other goals that you, that you might have in the foreseeable future Um as as far as the the trucking thing man um like I mentioned earlier um well that truck put me down I I was blessed and um was able to get this truck here. I got a a Coronado glider and I bought a got a hopper bottom too. So I've been doing this. Um like even and, and it was a blessing in disguise too because I had uh the other company they let me go. I had a spill. My fault. Mm-hmm. I had a spill. But there were some other things that they tried to bring up that wasn't really irrelevant and it really then they it was it was their bunch of stuff to get rid of me. And so, however it happened, man, I was out of work for about a month and um, went back to work and uh, pulled the drop box for about three months. And then I got this. Um, so as far as the trucking thing, man, I'm, I really want to get to the point where I get some more, a couple more trucks, man, uh, doing this. Um, all the stuff I had going on, really trying to get into uh, current and for, uh the currency thing, you know, trading currency, you know, mm-hmm. that, that's that's definitely a way for me to be able to, if I want to get out this truck and, you know, not have to get in this truck and still be paid, I can do that. And uh, so I'm working towards to uh, working towards that. Um, just just, you know, eventually growing the business, I can sit back, you know, if I want to get in the truck, get in the truck. If I don't feel like doing it this week, this month, you know, a couple months, I don't have to, you know. That's the goal, you know. I'm just trying to strive toward that. You know, it's it's what's up, man. James, man, can't stop. You're a beautiful, you're you're a beautiful human being, bro. You know, you know. I I hope uh, I hope somebody hear this story. Uh, I hope somebody, you know, sees this episode and, you know, get inspiration by you, bro, because you, you truly just inspired me. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I, uh, I, I am, uh, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm choked up. So, but <laughs> you, you definitely have uh, inspired me. And since you inspired me, man, what, what, uh, what what advice before you get on up out of here? Oh, First, man. I, I appreciate you uh, being here sharing your story, man. Because you know, I know this. I, I know this. You know, it's kind of you know, it's kind of emotional for you, and I, I appreciate that you sharing it with us. Um, what what advice do you have for you know new jacks or? Or even old timers that's that's in this industry. What what advice do you have for them, man? Um, first part, I, I, I want to say this real quick before I get into that. Um, don't ever let nobody tell you what you can't do, or that you're not gonna be able to do, man. That that's one thing. Like, and I and I say that because I just thought about it. It came to my mind when you was talking a second ago. I went to one of my daughter's appointments, man. I told you about my hand. And the first thing he looked at me, he's like, I went to Mayo Clinic, everything. 
and he they even got out in Mayo Clinic. He was like, he never seen what I, you know, I had, what I have going on. But when that doctor looked at me and told me to my face, and he, and afterwards he prayed, prayed, sat there and prayed with me and everything, man. He was like, ain't nothing else we can do for you. I immediately broke down and falling out tears because the first thing I thought about is I'm gonna survive. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't even about the motorcycle thing, even though, you know, I want to work that out, but it was like just at that moment not being able to get back in this truck. This is what I love to do. You know, this is all I ever wanted to do ever since I was a kid, man. But and it, and it kind of applies to what you even just asked. Man, don't, don't let nobody tell you you can't do nothing in this industry. And there's money to be made in this industry. You just got to go after it. Um, you ain't got to kill yourself doing it. But the main thing is, is if that's what you want to do, go do it. And everybody look at you and some people, and like even overtimers, you know, you hear the thing of, man, I would never own a truck. I would never do this. I would never do that. So if you want to do that, go do it. Go get it. Don't go go get it. Even if you gotta start off with a, you know, like me, I start off with a old Maverick truck, thirty thousand dollar truck. I had issues, yeah, I had issues. It had issues. We worked through it. A whole lot of money. We worked through it over time. A whole lot of money. So almost I could have almost got a new truck, but you know, at the end of the day, man, you just gotta stay at the grind. Find your groove and stay in it. That's it. That's what's find up. your groove. That's what's up, man. Um, are we uh, going to go back to the uh, go back to the old Zello days? Speaking of old Zello days, have you uh, kept up with anybody from uh, from the old Zello days? Uh, every once in a while, I hear Stephen B up. I'll give him a shout. Matter of fact, um, matter of fact, I ran it. I was running up in his area, um, Carolina, Chicago, D. Illinois. No, yeah, I, I I hooked up with him once up there, um, Stephen B. But I was down here uh, in um, North Carolina, Carolina D. Man, um, it was crazy. It was twice at that, cause that morning, it was one morning I woke up, I was parked in Delco, and I jumped up and I saw this truck and I was like, dang, I said I know somebody with a truck like that, but I wasn't paying attention. I woke up, I was running in my mind late because I had want to be, you know, back there getting another load right quick. And I passed by the truck, and I'm looking. I was like, dang, I know that dude. Carolina D, he was like, he was trying to get me on the radio. I didn't have my radio on. but So me and him end up chopping it up again because he runs that road, man. I ended up running to him another day. But uh, Carolina D, um, Jay Vizzy, um, K-Love occasionally. Um, I know I, I checked on her when they was having that stuff out there in Texas, them, uh, the hurricanes and stuff like that. Oh yeah. wait, wait! The original K Love. Yeah, K Love from um from Texas, from Houston. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I I had her on. Uh, as a matter of fact, we uh we I'll be doing a follow up uh with her very soon. But I had okay. her. You know, I had her on the show twice, and uh, yeah, she's she's fucking awesome. I I just yeah. have to. Say that. She's yeah. You know, she's great when when we when we talk. We listen. <laughs> Let me tell you. Let me tell you, man. Like, 
the the one I I can say one of the first times we met, but early in the days on the on the app, man. Like that's why I, I was thankful for the app, man, because I was running hard when that, especially when I, that was when I first came back. Matter of fact, I didn't get on the on the app until after the accident. I met Deke. Let me see. I met Deke. Mm-hmm. Who else was up there? Um, 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 Thor and okay. Carolina D. We was all up in Withville, Virginia. Um, and and Deke actually paid for my my dinner. He was like, he he saw me sitting by myself, and then he finds out like he was like, "Oh, you on operator? Man, give my money back." <laughs> <laughs> so, but it was all cool though, man. We started we started there and chopped it up for a minute, man. We was actually waiting on somebody else to come in that day. Oh yeah, and fun size too. She was um uh, she was up there that day, and um. So we, yeah, I left them up there that that day. But man, um, I never forget K Love when I I first talked to her on the phone, and she was like, "Yeah," she was like, "Remember that day?" She said, "I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for you." I was like, "What day were you talking about?" She was like, "Man," she was like, "You just don't know. You you saved my life that day." She said, "I was so tired." I said, "Man, that's what we're here for." Because many days that that Zello group, all them folks, man, get you through, man. Man, Sometimes you I, need them I, folks. You can't pick up the phone and call nobody else. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta admit, man, we 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 had some fun times uh, in there, you know, before it all came to an end. But yeah, yeah. We, we definitely had some fun times in there. I, I met a, a, you know, I met a, a a good group of people. You know, you you know, you uh, the original K Love Lawrence. Uh, you know, you know, and, uh, and let me see. I think. Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, she gonna, oh my gosh, she gonna get Red Duchess, you know, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. her through there. So, you know, Stephen B, I, you know, I'm, I'm still, you know, you know, as, as young as Stephen B is that, that, that boy is so full of trucking knowledge. It, it just makes my head explode yeah. like. Like, bruh, how old are you? Like, you know, yeah. I mean, with his experience, you know, he was, he, he, you know, he, he gave so much and that's, and, and that's just to go back on what we was talking about as far as, you know, people paying for information. I mean, he, yeah. he honestly, to be honest with you, he honestly could charge for the, for the, for the information that he knows. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's one of he's one of the people that can actually fucking charge and legitimately charge for the information that he knows, but he 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 don't do that because he'll give it to you. Yeah. You know, he was the one. If it wasn't for him, the 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 chick and the dude. Um, oh my god, I forgot their name. They they was uh. I know, I know. Me and the one girl, we we had our different. His girlfriend, we we had our differences. What what was their name? Um, they they was the trucking couple. Um, they was working for KLLM. What was her name? Oh my god, she had the accent too, man. But um, but if it wasn't for him. They they wouldn't uh, they they wouldn't have got you know they wouldn't have got where you know they owner operators now because of Stephen B. Of you call him talking about Debbie? 
No, her and her boyfriend. The dude. Oh my god. Hold on, right quick. I hold on. Let let me see. I let me see. I gotta. I gotta. Let me. <laughs> I can tell it's bothering you. I only. It is gonna bother. It's gonna bother me until. Hold on. The hold on. Uh, they got a they got a Facebook group. Hold on, right quick. Oh, travel traveling truckers. Hold on, right quick. Travel travel traveling truckers. I think truckers traveling truckers. Let, let me see if this is if this is the group. Uh, the traveling truckers view group. Uh. Shakita, um, old girl, old old girl, old girl, yeah, 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 okay, okay, yeah, yeah, I got, I got you, old girl, old girl, her and (laughs) what was her dude's name? Uh, I can't remember. I I, I remember. Yeah, his name is Lewis, but he, um, I I forgot his tag name, but his name is Lewis. So, old girl, Shakita, Shakita, old girl. I know yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't if if it wasn't for Stephen B giving them all them jewels, they 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 got their owner, you know, they they you know yeah. went bought yeah. their truck and and did everything that they got because of of Stephen B, man. I mean, that's I mean, bro, I mean I I you know, to be honest I, with you, this year, this year, man, if you watching this or if you get a hold of this, bro. Reach out to me, man, because I, I, you know, despite our differences and all like that, you know, this is a new year. We could put all that shit in the past, bro. But with the information that you got, I would love to have you on here to pick your brain, man, because as I mean, bro is in his like, what, 30s, late, uh, young, uh, early 30s. Yeah, I think, well, no, he's a little bit older than that. He's older than me. So you yeah. got uh, yeah mid mid the yeah, but I, hey man, I tell you what, I'm gonna reach out to him tonight. When we get done, I'm gonna call him. All right, that'll work. That'll I'm work. Call him. Yeah, I'm call tell him. him. Yeah, give him my phone number. Tell him to reach out to me, and I'll definitely want to. You know, we can like I said, you know, all that, all that issues and all like that, man. All that shit's in the past. You know, we, you know, we did have our, our little, our little skirmish. And all like that, but you know, look, this is a new year. You know what I'm saying, and you know, I, I still respect the man. You know what I'm saying, yeah. even though we didn't we didn't see eye to eye on 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 things. But when it comes down to this fucking trucking game, this man is the truth. Yeah. When it comes to this yeah. trucking game, he's the truth, man. You know what I'm saying. So yeah, if you can reach out to him. And and let them know the invite. The invitation is out there. So whenever you want to come on and chop it up, he don't even have to show himself. We could just do it over the phone, or you know, we could do it over the voice or whatever, man. Because the 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 jewels that this man got, you know what I'm saying? Fire. That, that's all I have yeah. to say. Yeah. That's all I have to yeah. say. But yeah, Shanita Olger. I couldn't remember her name yeah. for yep. shit. Well, she had the she had the accent though. She she's a she's a little firecracker, you know. Like I said, we we definitely had our we we definitely had our issues as well too. But still, you know, she um, you know, yeah, they, she, you know, she she go at you toe to toe. 
<laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Good, for toe sure. to toe. Definitely, man. Definitely. But good well, people though. Yeah, very good people, man. James can't stop. Hey, but and seriously, I, I'm gonna drop you my uh, email address so you, I mean, you can put it in there. Well, my yeah, so she can. Um, if she want to reach out to me on any of that stuff on the authority stuff, man. Seriously, I I ain't got no problem. I email that stuff over you quick, fast, and hurry. Anything, any questions? Yeah. Swedish Georgia P says it is. It is going to clear your mind as soon as you end this podcast. No. Nah. No, it's a, as a matter of fact. Hey, matter of fact, I'll give it to you right now. Hold on, get uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let not me that uh, one, not that email address. Uh, hold on, let me see, let me see if I can if I can brain if if I can brain this up. Uh, you could test it to me, and then I could copy and paste it. Hold on, right quick. I'm about to bring it up now. I'm about to bring up my uh test thing. All right, go ahead and test it to me and I'll copy and paste it in the um uh, in the uh in the in the group. And I will also let me see, is this you right here? Okay, yeah, this you right here. All right, test it over to wait. I wait, hold on. I got wait a minute. Uh okay, yeah, test me your email. Because I got your email, but I, okay, there you go. Okay, there it is. All right, hold on, right quick. All right, copy. All right, there we go. All right, branding is key, y'all. Branding is key. There you go. There you go. That's his. Uh, that's his email right there. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna put it. Uh, soon as this. Uh, soon as this. Uh, shows over with. I'm gonna go ahead and put it in the comments too. So that yeah, if, yeah. You guys, if you guys don't get it in the chat, oh, that's what's up. Get that's your what's business up. I, 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 got, I got mine. Hold on. <laughs> and I got some pins somewhere right here in this truck. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't be outdone. I got mine. Oh yeah. I, I, I gotta got get your business done. Yeah. 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 Plus, you gotta I, get them. I got somebody. I I got a. I got my uh son's uh girlfriend to work on my t-shirts. So I have some. Uh, I have a t-shirt that I can wear now. Lockout Man Podcast. Hey, guess what? My t-shirt should. Matter of fact, I need to call him in the morning. I might go pick him up in the morning. They're supposed to be ready. All right, that's what's up, man. Hey, right, but let me ask you something. Now, being the, before you, I I know I said we were supposed to get on up out nah, of No, you but, good, man. You good. Um. Being an owner operator, uh, yeah. you 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 say you sold the one, so you still just got the one truck, right? Or you got you one, got, yeah. All yeah. right, but being but being an owner operator, in your opinion, how hard is it to actually get somebody to drive your truck when it's time for you to get out of the truck? I think for me, it's gonna be hard, um, and I'll be honest with you because I look for somebody that's like me. Somebody that's a runner, um, that's gonna take care of you know, take care of the equipment, pay attention to every little thing that's going on. If it don't look right, smell right, sound right, checking it out, you know that that's the type of thing I, I do, you know. Um, I ain't gonna say we all don't do it, but I know sometimes we get away from doing our regular by the book pre trip. But 
you know, you're still checking up on things. And like, like, like even with this, this is new, man. This truck right here is new, but I done had to replace some stuff. Some stuff wasn't tightened and it, this and that, I, you know, from the factory, it's just stuff that you have to be meticulous about, man. And that's the type of person I look for. So it's going to be hard for me. That's why, and, and God on the truth, the whole year and a half I didn't work because of the accident, my truck sat. Mm. My truck sat because I did not want to put nobody in my truck that do wasn't still, around like me. Do you still own the truck or the truck is yours? Which one? The other one I had? Well, the one that was sitting while you was while you was out. Oh, yeah. I was paying on that. Yeah, I was still uh -huh. paying for it. Uh, uh, Sweetest Georgia Peach said, what's your cash out, bro? <laughs> nah, man. Nah, 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 nah. She says she says dinner is on her. I'm about to send you my cash out because I I want something I, I, I want something to eat. Hold on right quick. My, there, there you go. There's mine. Mine's right there. There's mine. Uh, you know, you can hook me. I'm I'm out of I'm I'm out of my drink, so I need something to drink. Because as soon as we finish up this, I'm about to drop the trailer and I'm about to find somewhere to get me something to eat because I am starving. <laughs> Hey, you saw me drinking it. You saw me drinking my food earlier, right? You said real so in you, these streets, dog. It's real in these streets. I got you. <laughs> I, I, I got you, man. Yeah, I'll try to get home to get to this plate. That's what's up, man. Uh, running, running your own truck, man. Let me, let me, let me, let me tip. Let me, let me tip in on 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 running your truck for a minute, man. Uh. E logs on your on uh, you you running e logs right? Uh, no, nah, man, you you about to pull? No, you not. No, no, you don't. Don't do it, man. Don't put. Hell no. Hell. <laughs> how, how old is the truck? Huh? How old is the truck? It's twenty twenty. It's a glider though. Oh, you could get oh, okay, okay, okay. But you you could get away with with that. Yeah, with a glider. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this man pulled out the paper. Hey, man. It all adds up at the end of the day. I don't do no more than seven hours a week, man. No more than eleven hours a day of driving. No more than fourteen hours a day on duty. But as an owner operator, uh, like me, you know, like you know, we, you know, being me being a company driver, and I'm constricted to company yeah. policy. So you know, using using personal conveyance to whatever they have available for me. But personal conveyance for you, are you able to, you know, on on the e log, I can, I can, I can do that on e log, and I do got paper laws, but. How how are you able to get away with it on paper? You do it the same. You can log it the same way. Oh, okay. the same way you drop your line, you can do it there. But oh, okay, just make sure. I mean, most times I don't. I don't have to, man. Like a lot of times when I run, like right now, I'm on. I'm I'm right at the house right now. No, nah, sweetest Georgia Peach. I'm not jealous. I'm just hungry. It's <laughs> <laughs> real in these streets. <laughs> Stomachs is grumbling. <laughs> oh, I'm just hungry. I'm not jealous. I'm hungry. <laughs> um, uh, any information I give is free, man. You ain't got to pay me for nothing, man. Like, that's, that's, me. that's me. Uh, but uh, yeah, paper. I mean, damn, man, you can get away with paper laws. 
you is there is there a is is there a time limit on that or is it straight because you you driving a glider and for the people that don't know what a glider is hip them hip them to what a glider is uh hold on i'm about to lose my laptop in just a half a second hold on one second you know this is this great thing called an app for this thing on inverter man ain't gotta reach up under there every time (laughs) real like i'm about to hit this button for this power drive on this app just 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 like that Oh, did it connect? Oh, hold on. Said not connected. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh, Dave. You know what? This thing <laughs> right here, man. I'm trying to show it off. I'm trying to give our job this dude, it's just due. And it's one day it don't want to do what it's supposed to do. Um. So. I'll be right back. But I can talk, though. Um, a glider is pretty much uh, it's going to be a newer truck, a brand-new truck, top to bottom, brand-new truck. Um, some companies use new transmissions or remanufactured transmissions. Um, but the, the key to it is the motor. Mm-hmm. The motor is the motor is a 98 EPA regulation. So Whatever the motor um, was built to the specs of the Environmental Protection Agency specs um, back in '98, so that's that's what makes it a glider. <clears throat> so they came out with this rule, and it pretty much said anything older than the 2001 and older were grandfathered in under it. But the trucks that the new trucks, which are the glider trucks, have the '98 EPA, also are e-log exempt. So okay. that's the only reason why I get away with it until they decide to come up with something else and say, oh, well, um, it's not going to work anymore. But, you know, some some of these you, some stuff you can't just plug into. Um, it won't read certain things on the on the motor. Sweetest Georgia Peach says, I'm a fellow trucker, but I don't eat that much. I I, I, I know you're a fellow trucker, uh, uh, Sweetest Georgia Peach. I know. I know. And I love the name. <laughs> Out of uh, Georgia, must be. <laughs> she also she also says that uh, you got to have a signal, bro, in order for that app to work. <laughs> do not, do not, do not. I got five bars. I got to restart this phone. That's what it is. Yo, I tell you, apps. Uh, you know the, the you know uh, us old school truckers. You know. Uh, the old school truckers, y'all, y'all got to get hip with the times, man. I, I see way too many of y'all with motherfucking flip phones, bruh. It's, it's kind hold of- on, hold on, time out, time uh-oh. out, flag on the play. I will say, uh oh, if it wasn't for me, if it, I, I, if it was not for me, like getting acclimated and 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 dependent upon my phone and getting email and this social media. Flip phone all day because I could have when I first got my business line, I bought I got a flip phone, no lie. I was like, I just want a business line, I don't need nothing crazy. Let me just get a phone so I can make a phone call, get a phone call on. And then I was like, hey, well, uh, let me try the iPhone out. Let me see how this works out. Then I now I got two smartphones. But that flip phone and that daggone and, and the Android I had, 
Hey, that flip phone, every time I get service, I don't care where I was at, the service would drop on the smartphone, the old analog phone, the old the old flip phone, trusty dusty would work. <laughs> so old school, I don't blame you. <laughs> pull, pull up that pull pull up that antenna, flip it open. Hey, not hey, not, hey, not the Nokia. <laughs> I I got I got the I got the bars. The I am I, I am the king of phones. I, you guys just don't know. I I go all the way back. The back phone too. When it was cellular one, y'all not even some of y'all people don't even y'all not hip. Yeah, all tell y'all not y'all not hip to all tell. Oh, y'all, that's y'all what not I got hip my service to, with. Right, they they not hip back to all tell. Hey, back in oh three, back in oh three, I got my nah. Forget that. We go back when all tell. Remember when all tell came out with that little black? They like one of their first flip phones that had a little kind of. Crazy looking battery on it. it was black, it was small, it had a little pull up antenna. And mm-hmm. plans was dumb hiding. That was the that was the that was the the uh the Motorola yep. back, back, back then that's when Motorola had the cell phone game on locked. See y'all not yep. hip to that. Motorola had the cell phone, Motorola and Nakia. Nakia was was known for the for the uh for the uh, look, they call them candy bars. They was known for that, and Motorola was known for the StarTech. Y'all, y'all not even hip to that. Y'all not hip to the StarTech. You know the old the Star Trek phone. Hey, beam me up, the Star Trek with the big ass with the big ass batteries on the back. Y'all not what? What? Wait, I'm I'm about to take it. Ba- I'm about to take it back even farther. Y'all, y'all hip to that movie with Michael Douglas called uh, with uh, Charlie Sheen, Wall Street, that big motherfucking brick phone that he had. That was a Motorola joint right there where the minute was like 35 cents a minute. Literally. Okay. So, yeah, I, I had those. I, I had that. I, I had never forget the coolest thing I... The coolest thing I ever saw, my cousin had a phone in his car. I'll never forget. It was a 90, I think it was a 95 or 96. 96. He had a, a 96 Thunderbird. Supercharged Thunderbird. Mm-hmm. Man, had a little had a phone in the, in, in the little console down there, man. That's what I'm saying. We go, we go back. Back when, back when somebody would call you during the day. Hey, bro, call me after Call me after 7. <laughs> yeah, call me after seven. Yeah, call me after six. For him, it was seven. For me, it was call me after six o'clock, man. Well, I gotta call you all because that's when it's free. Uh, yeah, call me after that. No, I'm sorry, it was nine o'clock. It didn't went back to six. I mean, yeah. went back to seven. Yeah, yeah. because if you call, you, you only had you only had like you only had like an allotted uh, allotted time. Like you only had like maybe about an hour, about an yeah. hour's worth of time. You know, during the during the daytime, somebody will call you up. Hey, man, what's going? On? Hey, I ain't got time to talk. here. Call me back after six o'clock. Oh, okay. Yeah, we we could hey, talk all night. Hey, Altel had that fancy thing, that friends and family thing. You could put people and their numbers on there. Go online. Yeah, I, I did all that, man. Man, swapping people numbers out. Man, the Motorola, the Motorola two way page me. Hmm. 
I I had that too. When Jay Z came in with it, Motorola two way, like, I had to go and get me one too so I can floss. I ain't had nobody to talk to. I had nobody to two way, but I wanted that yeah, to go on my hip too. So yeah, <laughs> beepers when when nine one one phone number come through, uh two one six five four one two 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 nine one one. That means call me right away. <laughs> man, those was the days, man. These 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 uh new millennial kids, they 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 don't know the struggle, man. They they don't know the struggle. Know, I was, they had a conversation about the uh going from the, uh, the doing the cassette tapes on the on the on the radio making your own mixtapes. Oh, Before God. these CDs, <laughs> now, remember? I, I I don't know if you re, I don't know if you remember, but I I know I did this back in the day when uh yeah when when I just sit there listen like back then they have radio uh like like hip hop shows they actually you know they still got it today you know a DJ doing the thing but back then they actually had like. I, I don't want to, you know, my cousin, DJ Ryan Wolf, you know what I'm saying? Love you, bruh. You know, he does his DJ thing. But back then, when the when turntables was uh was uh vinyl, I I I would just put a I would just put a tape in and just just hit record and let it record all night, man. That's that's how it was back in the day. Y'all don't know the struggle. <laughs> uh, they go online now too. I, iTunes. <laughs> yeah, now, down you download your music. Quit fast in a hurry. Us, we had to, we had to wait till the song come on and be like, I know it's gonna come back on in about ten minutes. <laughs> so it's about time to, in the rotation. You the radio bump and be like, <laughs> and then wait then for the, it. Wait for that beat to drop. Then the DJ be like. Yo, uh, here's that new one by such and such and such. Okay. <laughs> I got it this time. They don't know the struggle. They don't know the struggle. The original mixtapes straight off the radio. Hey, and you cannot talk, cannot talk while it's recording. It's no. You know, you dang. <laughs> Remember back, oh, oh, my God. Remember back in the day where, where before voicemail, we had the actual, the, the actual, Take answering machine. Uh, answering machine. Hey, lockout man. I'm not here to answer the phone right now, but if you leave a message, I'll call you right with the music playing in the background. <laughs> Y'all don't remember that. Y'all don't know the struggle, man. Y'all don't, y'all don't know the struggle. Y'all don't know the struggle being on the phone with your girlfriend. What you doing? Nothing. What you doing? Nothing. What you doing? Nothing. What you doing? Just sitting here watching TV, listening to you sleep. <laughs> Y'all don't know the struggle, man. The the landline where 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 you had to get you had to go to the you had to go to the radio shack to get a fifteen foot cord. So it go from the bedroom to the living room. Hey, if not, you got the fifteen foot cord on the daggone receiver. <laughs> hey, and then it get all wound up and tied up. You can't even untangle after a while. <laughs> oh, they don't know the struggle, bruh. 
bro, they do not know the struggle. Nope. These kids, man, these uh, kids. Don't know the that's what a house phone is now. Half of them don't ever, ever seen one. They they don't know the hey, struggle. Hold on. They they ain't never had to. God, dog, I gotta start up. You talking about the? You talking about the rotary? The rotary phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man, let me tell you, my the first. My aunt stayed upstairs, and I used to call back downstairs. Like we said, my aunt stayed on the third floor. We stayed on the first, and so my number was seven seven seven. So you try to keep your finger in there and do this real quick. Ain't always work. Oh man, you, you, said, you said your number was seven seven seven. You you went back to the uh, what was that? The time seven 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 ninety three eleven. Y'all y'all don't know the struggle, man. <laughs> y'all don't know the struggle. See y'all, see y'all good with the Bluetooth and the and the wireless PlayStation Five and and the and the graphics that looks lifelike. Y'all don't know the Atari days with the stick figures playing playing one on one basketball. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Y'all don't know the struggle, man. Gotta blow the cartridges out to get. Uh, you you the beach. <laughs> that, that green light working. <laughs> just, just for you, I had to make sure. Uh, welcome. Let me welcome everybody that's stepping up into the Lockout Men podcast. Uh, a little bit extra, uh, extra extended version with my man can't stop. We just, uh, we just chilling, you know, reminiscing about the about the past, man. You guys don't know the struggle, but thank you for stepping up in the building. I do appreciate you guys being here. Make sure you hit that like button. Uh, Des uh Desiree and Georgia's sweetest peach. They um. They uh talking amongst each other. Uh, but Georgia sweetest sweetest peach, uh sweetest Georgia Peach says, I have one in my cell phone cemetery. Yeah, we we have all of them. I got all of them. All the flip phones, all the candy bar phones, all the the the, the Star Techs, the 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 what what was that one when T Mobile was coming into the uh the flip um the T the Mobile flip? Sidekick. That's what it was. Yeah, I had that too. <laughs> I had. Hey, look, I had the, uh, the Alltel version. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, G- uh, Georgia Sweetest Peach says, or I keep saying it backwards. It's Sweetest Georgia Peach, but Sweetest Georgia Peach. She she know what I mean. Uh, I was a phone. She said I was a phone. Jay, laugh out loud. I had to have the top of the line phone, cell phone, beeper, two way. I want all my money back. I that same thing with me, Georgia. I, I had to have the, the newest and the latest phones that came out. Y'all don't know the struggle. Back then, we we could just pay $9.99 for a two or uh for a a one thousand dollar phone back in the day because all we had to do was sign a Sign of what? Uh, uh, two year contract. That's all we had to do. Two year contract. Now, now, now we gotta buy the phone outright. <laughs> uh, Desiree says she knows some Atari. I know, right? Y'all don't know the struggle. Y'all do not know the struggle. <laughs> but hey, uh, James, man, can't stop, man. Thank you for being here, bro. 
I do appreciate you being here, man. Thank you very much, y'all. You are um you're a part of the LOM community now, bruh. So anytime you want to come on, man, you more than welcome to come back on to the show. Share hey, now I'm trying to get B on here, man. Yeah, share some knowledge, drop some jewels, and and all that good stuff, man. I'm so still learning about this gang now, but I got something for this Hopper gang, man. It's oh, well, that, hey, that would that, that would be our next uh, get together, man. We'll talk about the Hopper gang because ain't ain't that the one with the with the with the uh, the 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 uh, yeah, when, I dumped yeah, up on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to. We're gonna I'll have talk, to. Yeah. We don't have to get into all of that, man. We'll definitely come back together and definitely talk about all of that. Hold on uh, for a minute. Uh, can't stop. Let me go ahead and end the show, and uh, I'll get right back with you in a minute, man. Hold on. Well, there you guys have it, man. That's it for the Lockout Man podcast show, the extended version tonight. I really do appreciate you guys being here. Step shout out, super shout out to my man, uh, Can't Stop, man. You know what? Let me stop that. Let me give him a bomb drop. That's what's up. Give him the bomb drop. You know what I'm saying? Thanks to everybody that stepped up in the building. Thanks for all the lights and all and all the comments. You guys rock tonight. Uh, thank you for being here. I really do appreciate it. If you like content like this and more, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share, hit that bell and that all button. And if you like content like this, man, consider joining the platform, man, because this is what I do. I have interesting guests that come on and we just park in politic. That's 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 what we do over here at the Lockout Man podcast show. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I grab somebody and we just we, we at Denny's just getting to know each other. You know what I'm saying? With you guys in attendance. That's what's up. I really do appreciate you guys being here. Thank you very much. Super shout out to Desiree Hartzell uh, for coming on to the show. So shout out to her too. Thank you very much. Uh, until tomorrow. Hold on right quick. Let me get make sure I get the right button. Until tomorrow, everybody, you guys take it easy. Y'all stay blessed. And I will come back with you guys with another one. And uh yeah, that's it. We're done. Later. Cause baby, once I'm gone, I ain't coming back. You gon' have to settle with another man. But when you realize, don't be running back from